Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week we have the live letter number 32 to discuss as well as a few additional details from the patch 3.4 trailer for anyone looking to follow along. Basically, just pull up the patch notes if you're live here on Twitch here, I'll do it for you. Type exclamation mark doc and you basically have the show notes that we're going to be going over right here. But I can't do the show alone, so while I may be Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo, joining me, of course, is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You, my boy, Blue, how you doing? Trial. Shut up. Trial. Shut up. No, I'm doing good. Shut up. Yeah, now I'm going to say, instead of you saying trial, I'm just going to say shut up every five seconds. How about that? <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah. I have a deep—I have a deep feeling of regret in introducing you first. You always do. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that's true. But I mean, introducing yeah. you first implies we have a guest. So why don't we introduce the other guy who's here? <gasps> his name is Ethis. You might know him. He talks about like lore and stuff. Oh and, my god. And his autobiography oh. is coming out, and it's going to be sold at Fan Festival apparently. So. No, but he oh, wants my blank one. He wants my the blank one. Yeah. He wants he wants the blank pages so he can make yeah. it, he can write his fanfics and say it's official. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That, I should do that. That's a good <laughs> idea. Just like just like crayon fanfics with like uh, crayon pictures of Mikote girls with like big wangs. Yeah. Yeah, big wangs. Excellent. Yeah. It sounds big like a Reddit, it sounds like a Reddit shit post in the making. Is what it sounds mm. like. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure if I actually Google Mikote wangs. I'll probably find a Reddit post. I wouldn't do that. I heard you start <laughs> typing. That's not a good idea by any means. That's you're begging for trouble, my friend. You're begging mm. for trouble. Yeah, that's wow. 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 That is that is big. <laughs> that is that is very large. That is very yeah. Well, I mean, you got. It's nice that you've seen one at some point in your life. But anyway, um, uh, you guys, you just you you keep going. Right, yeah, you're, you're gonna keep on going, all right. I can. Yeah, you're gonna turn into Kermit the Frog watching two girls, one cup in about five seconds. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, but anyway, uh, so this week we are going to be talking about Live Letter number thirty-two, and luckily, whenever there's a trailer that is released, we can just play it for the first like ten minutes of the show and then just relax. So you have plenty of time to sit there wanking to Makote Wangs. You have 10 minutes, as a matter of fact. Just be quiet when you're doing it, because they'll still be able to hear the stream. So your microphone should probably be... We don't want to hear you tapping. Yeah, wow, we don't, Mike. Jeez. We don't want to hear that. I'm just no, warning, I'm just warning no you ahead no of time. No discretion. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, guys, we're going to start the stream by showing the patch 3.4 trailer. It's essentially what the entire show is going to be about, since it matches what the live letter has to say, plus or minus a few things. Stop looking at it! Giggity. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna oh, we're gonna watch this trailer, and you guys are gonna watch it with us, and you're gonna get hype, and then we're gonna talk about it. All right, that's the show tonight. So you got you two you two ready to mute your mic so we can watch this this trailer together? Yeah, Absolutely. All right. This I promise you. For we have a power within us, my friends. A power befitting our pride, our righteousness. Where men go as one, there is life. And where there is life, there is cause to hope. 
cancer with greater power, death with more death, a vicious cycle fueled by fear and hatred. If there is aught you would say, say it. He that holdeth fast under his convictions shall never count betrayal amongst his crimes, though all the world may call him villain. Alphano, don't go. There is something I must say. You know our cause. You know what is at stake. We are prepared to do whatever it takes. Are you? Guide my hand, I pray you, as fate's thread spinneth upon this most capricious spindle. That was that's the trailer. That's patch 3.4's trailer. That's yeah, yes, speechless. Speechless, I see. No, I'm still watching the end of it. I'm like twenty seconds behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you couldn't have started at the same time I started. I was told you when I was starting it. What is it? Just watching it through the stream with all Yeah, I was watching it through the yeah. stream. Hello. Oh, uh, why do that? Yeah, dim six million players though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, first of all, before we go talking about the live letter itself, impressions of the trailer. Just general impressions? Yeah, general it's, impressions. It's the we usual the hype that we, already, we always have whenever we get new content. Um, if anything, most um, hype about Sophie. Yeah, the, well, that doesn't surprise me when it comes to you. <laughs> not one bit. No. Not one bit. Yeah, we, we knew this going in. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely knew this going in. Um, what about you, Ethis? Well, it's a pretty loaded trailer. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot yeah, of it there. there's a lot to unpack. You know, <laughs> loaded. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about there, uh, and there's mm. some things in that trailer that actually aren't touched on at all in the live letter because this was a part two live letter. Anything they mm -hmm. covered in the first part, they really didn't cover in the second part. So um, one of the first things I definitely want to talk about that was not really touched on much in the uh, in the live letter itself, where they mostly spent time showing off things like, you know, wondrous tales and, and statues and shit like that. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Alexander, the creator. Now, we've kind of already known where Alexander, the creator, was leading to in terms of location. Just not very many locations. I'm going to turn my fan doesn't feed into the microphone. Um, how do you like his uh, his grand entrance into uh, being fully activated? Well, we kind of figured that was going to happen, that the barrier would drop and everything that was like kind of in stasis within that barrier, all the rocks that was that, that were being held in that barrier would drop, and then, of course, you know, the grand entrance. Um, what really surprised me is the actual Alexander fight itself. I, I, How does it surprise you? Like, I guess I went in half, like half thinking that we would actually fight Alexander in that form, where mm -hmm. we to scale, um, mm -hmm. whereas we were just fight the core or something along those lines, right? And, and then the arena itself—that's um, pretty interesting too. Um, 
playing along the whole time aspect. It's a literal interpretation of time. Oh, time? Hmm. Fight on a clock! Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> now it's just a matter of what mechanics have to do at the time. So let's start with A9, with, uh, A9 Savage. Uh, starts actually outside of Alexander, which was mm -hmm. surprising. To be expected. Yeah. To, well, I didn't expect, because the entrance is supposed to be what looks to be on his head itself, like the actual zone mm -hmm. in. Because you can land on his head, you know, and you can see the final gate, but apparently you must start, like, out on, like, one of the rocks. And there's, like, a rock in the middle of the the, the lake, or the middle of the river, mm -hmm. that uh, you'll probably start on there, and you'll just, like, jump up his leg and, and whatever in order to get in there. And, of course, his scale when you're inside of the raid versus when you see him on the outside is entirely different. Yeah, because he's a TARDIS. Yeah, he's exactly. a TARDIS. Um, so Super Faust rockets his way in. This is the final encounter with Faust. And he's still the gatekeeper, by the way. He's not the boss of A9 Savage, to be clear. He's still just the gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Forever a gatekeeper. Forever a gatekeeper. How many Fausts are we going to see across all these fights? Is Faust I mean, been, like... count, not counting the giant Faust? The giant... Well, Andrew let's Faust see. What have, what have we had? Let's go all the way back. A1 has Faust... Mm -hmm. A2 has uh, Panzer, Panzer Fausts, or whatever they're mm -hmm. called. Um, A4 has... I forget what they're called there. Um, the, the ads in A4. You have yeah. two the more Jags? Fausts. Jag, yeah, uh, Yag dolls. That's what they yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, you have Panzer, Panzer dolls. You have Yag dolls. Then you have two more Fausts. Then you have Hummel Faust. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Faust minion. I don't think there's any... Faust. I don't think there's any dolls in six or seven, and now we have Super Faust. You have Straff dolls, Yag dolls, fa all these dolls. There's so many dolls everywhere. So many dolls. Is this is this, the, is this the Granddaddy doll? Is this the last doll we're gonna get to? Uh, we're gonna get to encounter. There're gonna be more dolls in the other fights. Hmm. Faustlet. That's another one. Yeah, I hope he's called Uber Faust. That would be on point. Uber Faust. Hummel. I don't know. I don't know the naming convention of Hummel Faust. Like, I, I know, like, Faust is something I'm familiar with, but I don't know what a Hummel, like, what Hummel Faust actually is determined as. If there's, like, a means of determining what the final Faust is actually called. So, a Hummel is a cow or stag lacking horns or antlers. Okay, that doesn't help at all in any way. No. So maybe Doesn't. it'll be named it'll be named like Bullfaust, like this. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Go. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a snack. There you go. Snackfaust. Yeah, snackfaust. There you go. Faust Prime. I assume. Now the first boss in A Nine Savage looks. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's do. It's something with a giant arm that is in the middle of the arena. That's all I've been able to discern. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a goblin. I don't know if it's a bugbear. I don't. It's it's just <laughs> big dude. I don't know. Hummel is Bumblebee in German. So he's Bumblebee. Oh, there you go. Bumblebee Faust. I guess that makes sense. Bumblebee's a Transformer. Faust. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch, but... Alright. Well, Faust is also a German. Yeah, of course. Of so course. I'll take it. Bumble, Bumblebee Faust. There you hmm. go. Uh, and then we have A10, which... So... Thoughts on A10's fight because it's it's in a it's like in a narrow hallway and there's a fucking street sweeper 
that's trying to kill you, apparently. <laughs> that fight looks like it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Now, when we say a nightmare, do we mean an A6 equivalent nightmare, or do we mean a, I'm <laughs> very little space for me to work with? Yeah, pro probably, I think that's going to be like the new A6, just by looking at it. There's just so much shit going on there. Don't you like spikes? I love A6, dude. A6 is one of my favorite fights in the game. But don't you like spikes just, on the ground? No, I love spikes. I'm all about them spikes. I'm just saying that I think it looks like a clusterfuck and it's going to be a bit of a bit of a wall. Bit of a wall. Yeah, like in terms of mechanics, um, whereas we these fights have always been heavy on mechanics, this actually looks like a DPS check. Like. A DPS heavy fight. Yeah, from trying to stop it from running you all the way over. Essentially, yeah. that's or, kind of how I felt about it too. Or pretty much trying to get to the end, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. If there is even an end, you can try to push against it. Like, come on, no, just mm -hmm. DPS it back. DPS it back. Then, then they suck because they're about to lose <laughs> in this video. <laughs> then again, that would be fun. Actually, that'd be a fun mechanic having to push something back with DPS. Yeah. Um, then you have A11, which if you guys don't recognize who that is, I'll be very mm. upset with both of you. I didn't at first, but that's Ark, isn't it? That's Ark from Final Fantasy IX. It's, he's smaller here than he is in IX, but that's yeah. Ark. And uh, we first thing we get to see is him transform between transformer form and ship form. Did you just say shit form? Ship. Yep. With a P. Yeah, shit form? Shit, though. Jeez. Yeah. Well, what do you ever do to you? I feels about listen. Art. Do you listen? I don't want to talk about Ozma. All right, Ozma, <laughs> Ozma. I beat Ozma, and that's how I got my arc. All right, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go yeah, there. All right. Does he have a five-minute intro? Yeah. He, <laughs> I, I hope so, and I hope he plays. You the know, power, he probably does. I hope he plays the Power Rangers theme. Over. <laughs> um, what's it, so? What do you make of the jumping on his back as he flies around thing? Like, you can't just literally be riding on his back for no reason, right? I can't imagine that, that's, that there's not more to that than meets the eye. Well, it could, damn be, it. it could be that you're avoiding some grand AoE, or it could be something like, you know, when you have to jump on the back of uh, Bismarck to attack the, you know, his little goobble. Yeah. What about you, Sly? What are you feeling? It... Yeah, it's definitely something in um, involves with a certain mechanic or a certain giant AOE mechanic or something like that. Uh, or it's just, or it could be transporting to another phase of the fight, I don't know. From what I could tell, it looked like there were bombs flying around. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling you have mm -hmm. to guide him into said bombs. In Wait, we, you actually have to guide Ark itself? In order to get out of that phase, you have to guide him into those into those flying bombs. That's what it looked like to me at the very least. I, there's, I just can't help but notice there looks to be. How like, would you guide it? Though? I don't know. That's. I mean, I'd imagine you jump on his back and like there's people get on his left side, his right side, and then his middle, and you have to sort of play a, a fun little a fun little balancing game. It's interesting you say that because of the certain fight we should talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. An interesting. Yeah, you might you might have something with that because yeah. balance. Like, yeah, that seems to be a theme. balancing yeah. might be a theme. Yeah, you know what they do yeah. whenever they just they're like, oh yo, I just thought it was a great idea for a mechanic. Put it in every fight in this patch. <laughs> that's that's all no, no, but we'll still keep one major mechanic in, throughout the entire expansion. 
Like, yeah. We won't, we won't get rid of that. It's not been dive yeah. bombs yet, but Ark looks no. to be bringing it back. Yeah. Ark, he's, like, he's just like, dive bombs, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> and then you have Alexander himself. After the whole Bahamut thing where we were like, no, we couldn't fight Bahamut. He's stupid. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't even bother. It's not hard. They didn't, they're like, don't even, don't even try to hide it. Just, it's, it's Alexander. Just show him. I mean, like, he's got, he's got time magic. He's a TARDIS. We know that, like, space and time doesn't really mean that much to Alexander. So he's created some kind of, you know, spatial temper anomaly. It's just like, whatever. You, need a, you, see, that, bitch. you see that crystal right next to Ark? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Going right in there to fight him, aren't we? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and that, by the way, a lot of people have been looking at that and going, oh, my God, is that Heidelin? It's It's a lodestone. Like, it, it's... It's the lodestone. Is there going to be news? The lodestone. Are the patch well, notes going to be on it this Friday? <laughs> well, it, yeah. Any time we want to like check the patch notes, we're going to have to go in and fight him. Uh, easy enough. <laughs> Get I'm out not... of here, Alex. I'm trying to read the notes. No, fuck off. I don't want to play with you. <laughs> just, try... <laughs> just trying to read. I'm just trying to stalk this guy that I want That's, for my That static. sounds like that sounds like your fuck trip off. through the Great Cabal Library coming this patch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fuck off! I don't want owl. Leave me alone. Dude, I'm trying to read. I'm, oh, dude, I no, wish. no. Ethos is the owl. Don't get me started. Yeah, you are the yeah, owl. Apparently, apparently, I am the Alphys. owl. Alphys. 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 Yeah, you can be. Are, are now Ethos. Very important question though. Mm -hmm. Since you're an owl now, how many licks does it take to get to the chocolatey center of a Tootsie Pop? How many? World yeah. may never know. 42. That's a lie. That's the answer to life, not the mm -hmm. answer to how many licks it takes. The correct answer is about 460. You think on, so? On one side. I know because I've done it. Yeah? Yeah. So they this actually. This is how you know Mike has too much Did fucking time. No. When I was a kid, Jesus they had Christ. this thing oh where God. you could put a Tootsie Pop into this like little container, and every time you licked it, it would count. Hang on, what 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 the fuck has this got to do with me being an owl? Because I, it, I have no idea. In all the, are, he's talking about the Tootsie Roll commercial with the yeah, owl. Yeah, there's a Tootsie Pop commercial where he. One, oh, how would I know that? The, I don't even know what a Tootsie Pot is. What the fuck's a Tootsie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Tootsie Pot? You left her behind like five minutes ago. I don't know what you're talking. Oh about. my god! Like. Yeah, yeah, happy went on that tangent himself. Uh, like, Jesus. Oh, I'm glad I tangent. Hey, everyone. Hey, no, get me on your show and we'll talk pot. about American commercials. Oh, lol. I'm, I'm all over that. Uh, fucking. <laughs> Ooh, tootsie Pot. Maybe the, maybe the commercial had kangaroos <laughs> in fucking Australia. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now when there's just a kangaroo licking it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. No, he holds it to the kid. Oh God! Yeah. yeah, there you go. This is a travesty. I agree. Yeah. I'm really happy I went on this tangent. <laughs> and then you have Alexander. They don't really show us anything of Alexander. They just show us. Uh, there's, they, there's one are ad. Getting, what? Are you getting divine judgment? Yeah, that's yeah, all I want. Absolutely, that's divine, all I want. Yeah, divine judgment. I mean, they they just yeah, they at least kept some of my type zero uh, tendencies there. So I, I'll take it. I'll take it. So all we managed to figure out about Alexander is he goes from small with really weird looking fucking hands for whatever reason. Maybe he has those hands so he can actually like crawl around the arena so he's not in dude, one spot. Dude, he's Trump. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. And then, <laughs> uh, you and your Tootsie Pots. Anyway. Um, and, and then 
he just goes like his his like super phase is him going like full sized or whatever the hell that and just looking at you like. Do you think that's a phase, or do you think that that's just like his ultimate? Well, you know, it's like brute justice. How you go from you know onslaughter yeah. and the other things to yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, and you fight him on a clock, and there's an ad that looks like a mini Alexander, essentially from uh, from Final Fantasy Nine. Has wings and shit. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know what that is gonna have to do with anything, but time, man. So time. the real real question is, will there be Nisi? Um Yeah, probably. The real question is, how can there be an enrage when you're in a temporal anomaly where time doesn't move? Because he controls the time, so he's like, Well, for the next thirteen minutes, time matters. Alright. Well, why wouldn't he just like fast forward it to the enrage? Yeah, exactly. Because That's maybe he's because he doesn't because he doesn't know. Maybe he's fast forwarding to his own death. He's like, well, if they kick my ass, I'm just making it even faster, you know. Oh, so you think he's gonna make it like a forty minute fight? Like yeah. when you start winning, he's just like, well, fuck. He you. just he just he just reverses time, goes back to full health. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Well, that's what I mean. It's like you can't be too bright once you give someone like that ultimate control over time magic, and it's like they're goblins, dude. You know what I mean? Goblins are stupid. I don't know, dude. Goblins are pretty smart in their own way. Yeah, in their stupid way. Yeah, like I have everything figured out, but shit, I forgot this one thing, and it's gonna be. They're basically like uh, Imperials from Star Wars. They're idiot savants. They're 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 people that can you know solve. All the maths problems and can't tie their shoelaces. My brother's like, are that. you implying goblins have shoelaces? No, I'm I'm implying that they might have like some kind of autism. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, <laughs> considering the way that goblins act, the goblins act, they're very they're very single, like they're very focused on one. Yeah, task. that's look, that's that's not like a burn on on. So autism. they're rain men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's like their character type. You know what I mean? That's like the the fantasy archetype that they're fulfilling. When they do one thing, they do it. They they do it. Hmm. Exactly. Go. There you go. Um. So Alexander, while we're on the topic of him, we've covered the four fights. We very clearly see there's four fights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the bigger thing is a statement, and I'm sure the two people involved in this probably don't want me bringing it up, but it calls a shitstorm over on Reddit, so why, why wouldn't we bring it up? Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, there was, there was a, a, an official, not a, there was an unofficial mention from Yoshi P of the difficulty of the creator. And he says, in full best in slot gear from 3.4, I'm sorry, from 3.2, You'll probably have no problem beating nine and ten, and he even expects that world first will probably happen within five days. He he was saying, I can't help but feel like he How was saying similar. Yeah. But every time that he says he expects world first, it's usually like wait. So what he was saying is it'll be beat by like tomorrow. I think I think he might be right that the, the world first will come quick, but he's saying like generally it's easier, right? He was saying that last time. He was saying that about Midas, you know, being easier than Gordius, and most people were like, he said that, that he said the DPS checks were easier, which mm -hmm. was mostly true until true. But yeah. that's what he's saying now. That's exactly what he's saying no, now. No, no, he's, he, like he's legitimately saying he's legitimately saying they've tuned it back like that far. 
Like, they've tuned it back to the point where they expect a ton more people. And to be fair, a lot more people did beat Midas than Gordius. Mm-hmm. Based yeah, on the true. percentage. That's true. When they were relevant. Now, obviously, people more people have beaten Gordius than Midas by now. Um, but, I mean, everything is telling me, yes, it is still more mechanically focused than DPS focused. But even in terms of the gear checks, that was the one thing that made Midas take as long as it did. It was the one thing that made Gordius take as long as it did. Is It was balanced around ex- the expectation of a certain amount of gear. And for mm-hmm. him to say that it can be beaten in under five days implies, essentially, one week of lore, if you were to even spend it, crafted. Mm-hmm. He assumes people will probably have crafted gear, which is a 10-item level bump. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whatever, and then 250 weapons. He's essentially saying, as long as you can get, like, the first next set of gear, you'll, mm-hmm. prob- you'll be okay to beat this if you're at the top yeah. of your top game. Well, that's the thing is like, he's not saying that it's going to be basic bitch mechanics and it's going to be easy. He's just saying that the, the, the sort of gear check isn't going to be there. Yeah. Um, and I find that interesting because yeah. uh, he's never had a correct prediction. Do you think his five-day prediction will hold true? I call bullshit on that. No, no. I reckon, I reckon it'll be the day after reset. Day after the first reset. I'm going to go with, I just have a hard time thinking, because here's, here's the ultimate truth. Anybody who's progressing, mm-hmm. the only loot, the, by the end of the first week, they have full I-250 crafted gear. Anyone who's doing the world first prog, which is all we're talking about right now, is mm-hmm. going to have full 250 gear within the first two days, essentially. Mm-hmm. That in, that's going to include the weapon, whether, it's, mm-hmm. whether they have the crafted one or the Sophia one, they're going to have another weapon. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that, I two forty is enough to beat ten nine and ten eat like respectably like he's like you shouldn't need any more gear than that. Hmm. To me, that does indeed in, kind of insist that it will be a pre one lockout kind of win. Okay, to, to put that gear level at that point because the second week, all that's going to happen is anyone who could beat nine, ten, eleven, they're just going to beat yeah. nine, ten, and eleven. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to buy any armor because they're still waiting and the off chance they. Get a, you know the off chance they need to do a third week of prog essentially, and they and they can and then three people can get a weapon on that day. It's like why would I do that? You know unless you're sure you're gonna win if you buy like a body piece or something. Right. Like everyone buys a body piece. I got so, I got a question for you, Mike. Hearing yeah. that the prog is going to be pretty sort of quick and painless, were you tempted when you heard that to get back into the race? No. This patch? No. No regrets? No. Because unless no, I'm gonna, unless, honestly, unless unless I'm going to be able to stream that, and which in which case I'm kind of just throwing my chances out the way, like yeah, that's, yeah, it's it's now. I'm going to do my normal prog. I'm going to go into Alexander the day of the patch. I'm going to beat a nine yeah. savage. I'm not saying I'm going to try it. I'm going to beat a nine savage. <clears throat> I'm going to go beat Sophia. I'm going to go beat Sophia extreme, and then whatever I have time left for before stay the realm. That's what I'll do. I got eleven hours to get through as well, as much as I can essentially. Sweet. Okay. What about you, oh, Sly? Are you looking at that going... Yeah, you Sly, know are you going to be getting back into ratings? I've been kind of, like, weighing the options. I really think I want to. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I, like someone asked me earlier today, I haven't really made a schedule in terms of the patch day. Main, the main thing I want to do, I really want to try to uh, do Sophia EX, and then, you know, if I do, if I do end up clearing it before um, say the run, fine. Good, I can go into um, um, the creator and mm-hmm. maybe, maybe even raid. I don't know. I, if I was to do it, I would have to, you know, start looking at groups today. Oh, so you don't have to. 
No, you don't have a group. Yeah. I've been worried about raids since God, I don't know. Uh, it's been about a few. It's been about a month or two, but uh, yeah, I've just been loving other shit, just getting other shit prepared. Hear that? Sly needs a group on Behemoth. Dragoon. I mean, I'm sorry, Warrior. Warrior on Behemoth. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 I'd rather go in as a fucking bard. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll get the gear. I'll get the gear. I can go in as a bar. Don't make me fucking warrior. Please don't. Please don't. No. And you I'm going as a machinist. I'll, go as, I'll I be a shitty fucking machinist. No, fine. And, go in as a machinist. Yeah. Um, so, well, well, I'm, I'm going to be I'm gonna be mostly pugging before FanFest because I do have a group. It's a pretty good group. But um, a couple of people I'm going to FanFest with, they're doing like a trip around the States for the couple of weeks before. Mm. So I'm just going to be casual. And then after FanFest, we're going to hit it really hard and hopefully get it knocked over in a month. They're going to hit it really hard and really fast. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, right. Just remember to save your aggro reducing abilities for when it lands. Mm. That means things like uh, a feign death, vanish, fucking the fade, <clears throat> anything. Some people in the chat will understand what that's a reference to, and others will absolutely not. Please explain it to everyone else when you do. I, I, that's the best kind of joke, you know, the ones that only, like, three people get. Your co-hosts are just like, what the fuck is he talking about? No. I can see all that. Actually, quite a few people in the, in the chat understand the joke that I'm uh, telling right yeah. now. There we go. Uh, let's see. So after Alexander, they showed off apartments. Yeah. So first of all, who's buying an apartment? I don't see why not. I got the money. I guess. <laughs> I mean, there, there's really no reason to rush and do it. No. Well, how many how many aquariums are going to be fit? Because I'm hearing a lot of people that like aquariums or apartments. Stuff. Aquariums. A lot of people that are doing uh, that do like housing stuff seem to think that the aquariums are going to be limited to like one per house. They already or, said flat out it, they're limiting it to one per like instance of like you have a free company room yeah. a house a free company house yeah an apartment each of them has a limit of one right and they said well, that, if i can't literally fill an apartment with aquariums not interested well <laughs> the thing is they said that um they're only starting with one just to play it safe but they're very likely to increase yeah. that cap because they anticipate mm -hmm. that all right know, people will absolutely I mean, want will call me when the caps are like 10 or 20 all right my, cho my chocobo still can't go into an instance. You need to calm down at your demands right now, okay? And your face is freezing at this, and I can't <laughs> wait for it to freeze in a way that I can take pictures of. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, new. What about the number of apartments? I mean, at this point, we're still, you know, 6,500 approximately apartments. Mm -hmm. How are we feeling about that number? Because at this, I don't think I've been able to get your thoughts on that. I don't think we've had you on since that was announced. Um, I think, I really think that's plenty. Again, I don't do much like housing stuff, but I've been talking to a lot of people who do and the consensus seems to think, seems to be that that is plenty. The only thing that, that strikes me as kind of odd is that you can buy an apartment when you already own a house. Whereas I feel like people who don't own a house should probably get priority in some way. Almost but like, hey, give them, give them a one week, like early. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But why, would, but why would you do that when you know there's enough apartments? For well, on Gilgamesh and Balmung, there aren't. I can tell yeah, you well, that right now. The thing is, like, is like there probably will be, but at the same time, you know, if people miss out and other people have got like a, a large FC house, a large house, and an apartment, you know, so people are going to get salty, and that's understandable. 
I agree. I, I, I don't <laughs> understand why. It doesn't mean I'm not going to... I actually don't own a house. Mel owns the house. I'm a tenant. Because yeah, I was saying why I'm a tenant. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. I was, she, she was like, I want this one. I was like, go ahead and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, love. And then, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Was, and then she was like, when can we share the houses? I'm like, in like eight months. When we get married. <laughs> no, we were, we, were, we were already married, but they didn't have the tenant feature yet. So I was like, yeah, in like eight months, I'll be able to do And then she's like, oh, okay. And then she made me a tenant. I was like, well, I'm never going to edit the house. So <laughs> I'm just a tenant. So I have an extra teleport, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, aquariums. I, I always laugh when they put aquariums, like shit like aquariums in trailers. Because that's like the one thing that's just like, people are going to go like, really? That's, you put, Alexander. Look, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that there was going to be like a good number of people who got more excited about the aquariums than they did about anything else. Do you know how many people got excited when they announced that they were going to be doing 10 big fish a patch? They were like, Yes! Yeah, and I'm like, what? <laughs> meh. I mean, what is that so yeah, I have a fisher, and I'm like, meh, yeah. meh. I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. What it is. It is kind of weird though. The dissonance between that and like the main story and all these awesome new fights. It's like fish. <laughs> <laughs> It just it just feels weird. It's like I, I can't help but feel like maybe they should have like separate trailers for you know things like that and like you know just keep the keep the the I don't know so keep what, the like a, a minute trailer for aquariums. Yeah, fine. A minute it trailer wasn't a for a minute. For, it was like twenty eight seconds. Yeah, but I mean, I don't mean just aquariums. I mean like all that kind of stuff that they're introducing. They should have like a slower so quality of life stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think they should do separate trailers for quality of life stuff, and then like the meat of the trailer would be actual content stuff. Like I don't know. I feel like well, the purpose the purpose of the trailer like, primarily is to hide people for the patch, right? Did and, it, did, and people did are it like, not, like each piece each piece individually hyped a certain crowd. Yeah, there were people yeah. hyped about aquariums, and then there were people. Oh, I, totally, about, I totally agree yeah. with that. I totally yeah. agree with that. I'm just saying that, like, I'm watching the show. I'm getting hyped and getting hyped and getting hyped, and then they start talking about hairstyles, and I'd like, I just lose a little bit of chub. Oh no! I mean, when I saw that king and queen hairstyle, I, I kind of well, had you. You fucking would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you gonna switch to the king hairstyle? The, the awesome. filthy mullet. <laughs> you gonna have a filthy mullet, sorry? Nah, nah. I'm not gonna have. Need a lot more hair if he's gonna need a. Question, question for the chat: Who wants, who wants to see Sly grow a filthy blonde mullet? A blonde <laughs> mullet? You didn't yeah, mention that a King, second King ago. King was blonde. King was blonde. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's funny because a lot of people were like, "Is that Nix's hairstyle?" Because Kingsglaive is obviously, and they kind of do share right. a similar hairstyle. Yeah, so it's a true. Thing to <laughs> and other people just called it a filthy mullet because they didn't know about Type Zero, essentially. <laughs> oh man, I just, I just. <laughs> Look, I just you can't go. wait to see all the fish. And I know it was even funnier. The people who were then excited about aquariums, you then have the equal amount of people who were like, what the fuck about sky fishing, huh? Where's my sky aquarium? Yeah, where's my, my sky... I wonder how they would do that. They said they were looking It would just it. be an empty fucking aquarium. It's just you a box. You know what they're probably thinking? You know what they're probably thinking? They're probably thinking, they're probably thinking, why the fuck did we bother to, like, work out the water and render all that shit when we could have just made an empty aquarium and put skyfish in it? 
You know what they should do? They should make they should allow you to fill the aquarium with a certain amount of water, and if you fill it like halfway, you can put the sky fish at the top, and they fly around. <laughs> As opposed to or they can poop around. in the water on the... Yeah, they can shit in the water and the other fish can be like, oh, it's feeding time, and then they're done. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. I can't wait yeah. for them to be like, we're adding we're adding a filter system, we're adding a heater for your fish. like, what the... F I'm not pH trying to... meter and all a, that shit. This isn't a real mm -hmm. fish. This isn't yeah. a real fish. It's just... Yeah. It's we, we should be able to, like, breed fish and level up their stats and take them into Vermillion. should be able <laughs> I to love eat the people other... who want to... That's not the first time I've seen Lux say that, where it's like, I want to put a leash around my skyfish and walk it. Dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> Just be like, I'm walking my fish. Oh, shit, it flew away. I don't I'll know be all about that. Oh, oh and, and so many people want you to grow a mullet, Sly. I think you'd better get started. Yeah, I think so, too. You're well on your way. Nah. Yeah, well on his way. As, as, I look at, as I do my fucking shave my beard looking at the top of his head. Actually, I could probably do that. I could probably do that here if I, at the moment if I just shave like the size of my, the size of my sides, yeah, like yeah. Back a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it going. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. Right. Uh, then we had new hairstyles, new recipes. That's what you guys are talking about right now. The new hairstyles, mm -hmm. and then the new recipes. There was some really weird drama about the Native American outfit that I didn't even really follow <laughs> yep. all that well. It's just like they want it. I think it looks badass. I'm like, I got so much of that. I see. I only realized like after I made my uh, my trailer breakdown that that was going on because I got all of that uh, projected onto me when I said basically that I thought it looked silly. I think it looks badass, man. Am I am I allowed to say what people called me? Yeah, why not? So I got called. I got called a, a stupid faggot. I got called. Uh, a, a raging cunt, and I got called a big liberal pussy. It's going on the LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen. Going for, on the for, for, for feeling like like the male Native American gear looks kind of silly. And to be fair, I mean it kind of does look like something you'd go to like a costume store and buy for like two dollars in like a plastic thing that says like red skin on it. Um, so, but I mean, like it just it just looks silly. I don't want to get involved in any political drama, but you know. Yesterday, I learned that I'm a big liberal pussy. And to be fair, I mean, it's true. I am I am a big, veiny liberal pussy. Yeah, there you go. You want to know... Honestly, the first thing I thought when I saw it was like, that looks really badass, right? I never, th I, never, I never thought about ever adding it to the game. That looks really cool. My second thought was, that's really fucked up. They put it on Godbert, though, because he owns a casino, <laughs> essentially. So I was like, that's pretty fucked up. But I mean, yep. it looks it looks cool on him, so he can rock it. I just I just think it looks silly. It's video game clothes. Chat said it best. It's video game clothes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like complaining that that's like being worried that like Tifa is gonna be too revealing in the remake or some shit. It's like I yeah. don't care. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I suddenly worried that they might not because of political correctness. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Tifa. Yeah, essentially. Hey, no. Really teaches titties alone. <laughs> yeah, of course. I just think it looks silly, all right? I just want to I just want to clarify. I just think it looks silly. I have no agenda. That's it. I hope not. Otherwise, FanFest's going to get really... Now you're going to die at <laughs> FanFest, though. Like, that's... Now you'll get killed in Vegas after that. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, <laughs> moving on from, from that conversation, uh, let's see, let me pull up the list. It's weird how in the notes I actually listed everything from the trailer in order. And then I, and I was like, yeah, new hairstyles, new recipes, dungeons, which I think Ethis is both happy and upset about this next <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's sort of kicking me while I'm down, that one. Well, okay, let's talk about the first dungeon I sold, Zelfatol. I'm so yeah. excited. Would you like to explain to the chat, in case if people saw Zelfatol, they have a rough idea of what it is, would you like to mm -hmm. explain more in detail what Zelfatol actually is, Ethis? Right, so presumably after the fall of Alec, we know that these Ixalion ended up becoming the Ixali, right? Um, so they came down into the Twelveswood, um, and uh, eventually the, uh, the elementals were like, nah, you guys suck. Um, so they were banished to uh, Zelfatol, which is this sort of, uh, it's, it's in a Blathia spine. Uh, it's very sort of canyony and mountainous. And that was where they started worshipping Garuda and they lost their wings. And that's been their, their home for sort of thousands and thousands of years. So the Ixali that we see in the Twelveswood and in Coerthus are very, very, very small and probably pretty like weak and, and minor uh, sort of fringe and and that's what I meant to ask, um, what the difference was between the Exali that we see on a normal basis mm -hmm. um, in the ones in Curthus, and then these were fucking jacked up. And Zelfatol, yeah. 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 Well, it's, like, it's like the difference between, you know, the kobolds that that's we what have I was thinking, yeah. and the ones that are actually, like, down in the center of Ogomoro. Mm -hmm. Um... Some some of which we actually saw in Ferris series. What was what was the uh, what was the the order that we saw in Ferris series? I don't remember, dude. I'm never gonna remember. It was like it was like twentieth or anyway. It was yeah, a, it was a high ranking. Order. It was a high ranking yeah. order. I remember that? Yeah, it was a higher ranking order. Um, so yeah, they they're pretty they're pretty intense, Ixali, and we're going right into the heart of their uh, basically their city. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, and Zelfatol is pretty much land uninhabitable, but it takes up a pretty large portion of the world map. If yeah, you it look takes at up it. quite a large portion of the world map to the uh, to the north so, of Grida of the Black Shroud, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's pretty having this instance is pretty similar to uh, the FAM Saltmore, and I got I mean I got mixed feelings about this. On one hand, like we want to be able to explore these regions as uh, you know like open zones. But at the same time, the more of these like central Aorzean regions we explore as uh, as dungeons and raids, you know, instance content, the sooner we'll be able to like push beyond the borders of Aorzea and see you know some of the rest of the world. So I think that all in all, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that we're filling these things in because it means that we get to see, like I say, we get to see new things, we'll get to see new islands, we'll get to explore up north and stuff like that. Ever sooner, the more the more content like this we see. And the big thing about Zelfatol is it is part of the main story. We pretty mm -hmm. much figured that was going to be the case. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll talk about the main scenario aspects. But, uh, Sly, how, how, do you, how do you think we're going to tie Zelfatol into the mains? Like, why do we have to go beat up the Ixals in their homeland? It says that it's because they want to summon Garuda and, oh, we got to stop it. But yeah, like, that's one thing. When, when, we were, when we looked at the trailer, we saw all the other primals. Um, my thing is, why, why, why is... Zephyr the only one or the major one, uh, the major area that we're going into in terms of the beast drops. When, mm -hmm. when you see all these other problems, you see, you see Titan, Titan turning on the kobolds. Yeah, you see Leviathan. And, um, yeah, why, why only Zephyr? Why? I mean, I'm, oh, I'm, that's, 
I'm down for why, it. Why is Zelfatol the only one we get the treatment for, essentially? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Why do we not get to go deeper into Ogomara? I think, I think I'd probably answer that. Uh, so we've already been to the heart of Ogomara. Uh, it's where we fight Titan. We can, we can teleport straight there. Like we're, we're part of that Ethernet. We can go straight there. It mm -hmm. seems that what we're doing, we, we were speculating a little while ago that Zelfatol, we might be trying to find like a corridor into Girabanya. Yeah, it seems like we're actually chasing after the primals and chasing after the the warriors of darkness more specifically. But the way I would explain it is that uh, you know the bowl of embers is in the heart of Pagolthan. We can already get there. We can teleport there. We've got the Ethernet. Same thing with Ogomoro. Uh, we've never actually been into Zelfatol. So if we want to get into the heart of their territory, we actually have to physically go there. Yeah, the Howling Eye is only the Corthin Exals, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Summoning. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. do you think there might be some sort of link, like, to these issues with the Wares of Darkness? Are they, or are they just like just crossing primals off their list because they pretty much soloed? He pretty much soloed Ravana. So is he? Are they crossing primals off their list? What do you think? Is well, look, they've got to. They've got to have a reason to. Um, we're mm -hmm. we're told a lot, like the Asians. Basically, our defeating of the primals is part of the ASEAN plan. We already know that. There's just not, nothing we can really do about it. Is that right. we defeat primals, um, so, you know, they have to summon more powerful ones. And we defeat them, they summon more powerful ones. And basically, we escalate every single time. So we're using more ether, we're causing more fallout, we're doing more damage to Highland. Um, so... I want to say, like, intuitively, I want to say, like, the Warriors of Darkness are, are kind of doing the same job as we're doing. They're just trying to, like, escalate it faster um, and sort of keep the stakes up. But it seems like they might be doing something else. It seems like they might be even, like, trying to absorb, uh, you know, the, surrender. these primals. Yeah, soul surrender. They might be trying to absorb the essence of these primals. They might be trying to get... Uh, crystals of light and or darkness from each of these I believe primals. crystals of yeah, light. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, one, that's one theory that uh, yeah. I have a little weight in because it, like going back to our story in 2.0, didn't every time every time we beat a primal, we got a yeah. crystal? Yeah, we got yeah. a crystal. And, and then yeah, you see the right. warrior of light, the warrior of darkness, mm -hmm. excuse me, holding a crystal in the end. Yeah, um, so the same way that we've got the blessing of light in having each of those elementally aspected crystals, it could be that they're trying to attain the blessing of darkness. Or maybe they're trying to attain the blessing of light, you know? And the thing, and what's even more interesting is they don't come off as villains necessarily in the trailer, other than that they oppose you. They try to pre uh, present themselves as the opposite side of the same coin, trying to accomplish... But that's true. I mean, that's, that's true of every villain in the game. But I mean, them more, their, their convictions actually match our convictions, but mm -hmm. they have a different perspective. Like, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to describe the way I want to do it. They're, are, are you, they're us, essentially. You're saying, like, yeah. they, you're saying they have the same goal as we are, as we do, but they're trying to get it out of it in a different way. It, yeah, I have a feeling by the time the Warriors of Darkness are all said and done, and this is going back to Final Fantasy III, we're going to find out we have a lot more in common with them than we initially thought. Warriors mm -hmm. of Darkness become your allies in Final Fantasy III is one thing worth yeah. remembering at some point. It's not, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that, it's de that the, dark the Warriors of Darkness themselves determine that uh, we are not really their enemy. In the end, even though the Asians have sort of bred them to believe that, but we still don't even know how they went from being warriors of light to being warriors of darkness in the first. There's one thing: they were once warriors of light. That's implied mm. that they were at least at some point a warriors mm. of light. 
They were fighting an Asian. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's worth thinking that in the end we're gonna find out we actually want the same thing, but the Asians are telling them it has to be done a different way, and that we are essentially opposing them in some way, shape, or form. It's a bit far fetched, but I have a feeling that they are gonna at some point not be our enemies. Well, it depends what they want. I mean, if they want like you know peace, um, then you know we we've got the same sort of conflict with them as we have with the Imperials is that like, we both want the same thing, but we're going about it in different ways. So they might think that the only way to achieve peace and harmony is through the rejoining uh, is through, you know, the Asian way, because they would have found when they were warriors of the light, that like everything that they did, like everything that we do, you know, we kill Asians, we kill primals. There's still more problems and more problems and more problems. And it just keeps escalating. Um, so they could have come to the point as it seems Uriager may or may not have, uh, of uh, realizing more pragmatically that they need to bring about the rejoining. They need to sort of blend light and dark back together and they're convinced that that's the way to do it. And it could be that in the same way, you know, in fighting uh, Gaius, he realizes that, hey, we're actually doing our way, you know, consistently and better than what, what he was trying to do. It's, it, I suppose it's possible that the warriors of darkness could come to some understanding with us and, and conceding that, uh, you know, we, we have the, you know, the more righteous cause. Especially when you see that the warriors of darkness, they, uh, if you look at their interactions with the Vath, for example, mm. um, or the Vath, yeah, the Vath, the Vath is the peaceful ones, right? The, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, they don't, they don't go on a rampant killing spree of the Vath necessarily, they the Vath go, hey, we have a problem. Problem. They go, yeah, we'll go take care of it. Essentially, mm -hmm. it's part of their goal. But they didn't. In that instance, they didn't resort to violence. Whereas it almost looks like it's one of their fetch quests. The, yeah. uh, but the thing is, in the trailer with the primals going nuts, it's hard to it's hard it's hard to determine so far whether or not the warriors of darkness are the cause of them turning on the races that summon them, or mm -hmm. if or if the Asians are using that as an instrument to motivate the warriors of darkness to go after them, essentially. Yeah, I think the, the, the Asians, when they seem to be motivating people to uh, like move towards the rejoining, is that they're, they're giving this promise of like balance and the light and dark being in sort of perfect equilibrium. Um, what those people don't realize is that bringing it into balance is giving Zodiac power and Zodiac sort of has this desire to destroy Eidolon and that they can't actually coexist. So another so d diving into that then um, how do you do you like the way this story arc is starting after the way that Heaven's Ward left off? Oh, I got a smack alarm going off. Let me Yeah, um, I I heard that going. <laughs> what about you, Sly? Do you like the way this is this is starting off versus the way that um, uh, uh, compared to the way Heaven's Ward technically ended with the Dragon Song War? I mean, I like the way it's starting off. I just—it's not that it's too sudden. It's just one, like one thing leading to another thing, and like we I literally just wrapped this thing up, and then all of a sudden, really, it's like, yeah, we Holy literally shit. just wrapped up the Dragon Song War. Um, this has kind of been on the back burner the entire time, and it's kind of coming to fruition now. Um, I can see it more. I just, I. I don't see this as something ending um, 
with the coming of Fort Bruno. I like I see this something being a major hot Which is which is expected considering this is leading yeah. us into the expansion. It's not like the Warriors of Darkness yeah. will be gone prior to right. 4.0, essentially. Right. Alrighty then. So, Wait, what are you gonna say? Yeah, so I think it in the end it's gonna come to a head, I think, at least maybe four point one, four point two. Yeah, I, may, I might be getting ahead of myself. I think I think the conflict with the Warrior of Darkness will end in in potentially 4.0 or 4.1, whereas mm-hmm. the conflict with Alamigo will continue yeah. past that. I think whatever it's, whatever's it's, going on with Alamigo will be over by 4.3. I feel like it's safe to assume that ahead of time. Yeah, it's just one thing leading to another. Um, I I don't like the idea. Of, of arcing, so to speak, um, because this, like, it feels, to me, it feels overshadowed, it felt overshadowed within Dragonstone World, rightfully so, there's bigger shit to worry about, um, this, really, I kind of don't feel the urgency, I really don't, I don't see Mm. the urgency there. What about the, uh, so, the title Soul Surrender Mm -hmm. is clearly an important one, and when you look at the animation for Soul Surrender, you see the Warriors of Darkness all merge into a single essential piece of ether that then spells out the patch title. Um, it could be implied they are all technically of one mind in a sense there. But what's more important is they look to be trying to take the soul of the Warrior of Light if you watch very closely in the trailer itself. They, uh, they home gang the Warrior of Light and the Warrior of Light starts to be sort of shedding yeah. his light. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like they go to execute him, and Alpha No and Fancred step in to per- make sure nothing happens. Although uh, one of the Asians does a pretty similar thing in 3.0 when they're taking the, the key off us, the key of Azasla. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think I think it's definitely possible that they're trying to take something from us. I mean, they definitely want something from us. Oh yeah, they definitely yeah. do. Mm. So, that we, anyway, we delved into that because we were talking about the lore of Zelfatol, so let's get back to Zelfatol. Um, okay. Bertits. Garuda is indeed making a return, though not as the final boss, which I was... No. I, was I don't care, Bertits. The final boss, though, I for a second I thought he was an Amalja. Like, I legitimately Dude, he's, thought... He's buff. <laughs> he is, he is That's the most jack fucking Ixl I've ever seen. Ever is this is this like the king of the Ixal, or is this a like just reigning super, like officer of Zelfatol or something? Or like a well, he's a priest, obviously. He's some kind of yeah. high priest. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if they have a king, but yeah, he's a he's a high priest and like he's channeling Garuda. It's crazy. He literally just summoned like on his own. She's yeah, really but weak, but it, but that, I don't think it, he's so much summoning him as like as like channeling her as like a an attack, right? In the same way that um, yeah. ultimate weapon does, yeah, yeah, which but is it cool. Makes you, it makes you think. It makes me think, personally mm-hmm. speaking, um, in regards to sale. Yeah, same same issue. It's a matter of belief. Yeah, well, that's we, true. Yeah, we've already quote unquote dealt with Garuda, um, and then Garuda got handled by um, ultimate weapon. Well, so long as they got crystals and so long as they've got prayers, you know. And believe, yeah, like anything's possible. Yeah. And he is the high priest. I was more impressed that they have the the second boss as a Bancho fan. 
a Garuda Bancho fan, essentially, and he uses it exactly like one. Well, it was the Gar- it's the Greater Axe, isn't it? Although he uses it as a fan. Yeah. It's the, it's the top of the Garuda Axe, like, yeah. elongated into a yeah. giant fan, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, Sly just wants legs back. No, I don't. Well, yes, I do. You want Tiamat <laughs> free, and you want legs back. <laughs> and you want Garuda's no, but, back on your mantle. But really, it's the same thing. It, it, when you talk about belief in primals, you, you're talking about a person who really believed that she was Shiva, uh, yet the real Shiva, you know, died well, a really long time ago. Yeah. Um, well, to be, to be fair, you don't even need to believe in the primal to be able to channel, channel it. I mean, we, we channel Bahamut just because, you know, other people do and his essence is hanging around. Um, but what we, what we do know is that there's like, and we've been told so many times is that primals are not quite what we think they are. And there's a lot of different ways of using their power and channeling their power. Of course, we've seen that with Aggies. We've seen that with trances. We've seen that with, you know, proper like primal summonings. We've seen that with people summoning primals into themselves. Um, and it seems like this is just another way to be using a primals, uh, Primal's ether. So what you're saying is the Ixal got the Garuda Eggy Glamour before we did. Um, it might be more like a Garuda trance thing, but yeah, I mean, yeah, something like that. Speaking of which, it was not mentioned at all so far. The Glamour, Eggy Glamour. No, the but we did see we did see that Carbuncle. Obsidian Carbuncle. Everyone's like, that's the teaser. Oh. Everyone's like, Obsidian Carbuncle's the teaser. That's it. They, that's why they zoomed in on him, too. They're like, it's coming. We're not going to say it, but it's here. Mm. Maybe. Um, the other dungeon was the Great Cabal Library hard mode, which, to be fair, the Zelfatol, you could have fooled me in telling me that's a dungeon because they made it quite, they, look, they made it feel quite expansive, kind of like expansive. when you're in the, the Yafim mm-hmm. Saltmore, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, you know you have a linear path, but yeah. the way in which it's presented to you makes it feel not as linear. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Great Cabal looks to be pretty much your standard. I actually can already. I already feel like I'll probably like Cabal less just looking at the layout of the dungeon they presented to us. Looks kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fight. The fights really look, coming from the you. Look, the fights look good, but in terms of you know every hard mode we get like a quite different aesthetic, mm-hmm. whereas this looks very similar to the original. Okay. Uh, Other than us being in the in the. Uh, the aisles below. Yeah, we're in different sections. Yeah, yeah. Which is always we're how it is, but specifically with a library, that can yeah. only go so far. Yeah, it is very same. That's why. Basically, we went down the fantasy section. Now we're going down the science fiction section of the library. <laughs> you realize that most libraries, fantasy and science fiction, are like right next to each other. Yeah, right next. Exactly. To each other. We are just over like, like, like one aisle in the same. No, period. they're on the same aisle. No. Yeah. Not always. Yes. They're near yeah. each other. Yes. Oh, I didn't... When was the last time you were in the library, Mike? <laughs> like 17 years? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> no, that's not Basically. true. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! in the libraries when I was in high school. Oh. <laughs> that's the only reason why you went to a fucking library to play fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Hey, man, everyone did it. Yeah. Oh, that was a cool place to be. If you weren't at, if you weren't at the fucking library playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, you were fucking... You were lame. I also literally lived a block and a half from a library. Wait, 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 wait. If you weren't in yeah. the library playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, you were yeah. fucking lame. You, then you were lame. Yeah. Not, not actually yeah. using the library for its intended use. No, who the but, fuck does that? 
You yeah. go to the library to rent video games, listen to audio novels, and play Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what you go there for, and to and to and to Jesus get go- and to get Goosebumps books. That's it. <laughs> Goosebumps books. <laughs> uh, this is what you were doing seventeen years ago. Yeah, well, more like ten, but whatever. <laughs> more, huh? more like last week. <laughs> more like last week. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, manga. That's another one you could do. There you go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't have video games growing up, though. I didn't have one of the cool libraries with the video game rentals in it. <laughs> the, one, the, the one the town over did, though. Essentially. Yeah, you go to the library to play fucking... You borrow their internet and play Hearthstone. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Free Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. Done. Sweet. Um, Demon Book has more books. He's like, oh, I'm out of a book, so here's more <sighs> books. Yeah, we actually get to see the Demon Book out of the book, and he's bad as fuck. Yeah, he's got, you, you, know. you guys know that it is still all the same book. Yeah, it's still it's the same page. The books are, maybe had a lot of this uh, or whatever the fuck it says. It's like, come on, come on, guys. Well, One apparently, page. some of those books do different things though, because like, there's a lot of books. <laughs> they were like, yo, who's that guy who was complaining about not enough books? Put all the books in the fights. Perfect. Yeah. That's what he wants, right? Yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, he'll be stoked with that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Living Flame from Final Fantasy V is here to trigger your A3 Savage PTSD. Sweet. Um, yeah. And he's got medallions for some reason. Puts medallions. And then the my favorite thing about the trailer is the fucking monk who's like, I'm running away from the boss. I'm going to let you drive. <laughs> is, he, is he following me? <laughs> <laughs> he's like running away and he just hits elixir drive for no fucking reason. <laughs> oh, um, man. Um, and then we have an owl in a chair, Alphys. Mm. Alphys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't stay. I don't know who the fuck that is. Like, some people are referring to, like, mythology and shit to tell me who that is. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Some of the people are like, it's a Stolas. And I'm like, no, that's a punt, I'm pretty sure. And it's yeah, an that's A rank. True. That's an that's A rank true. in the Hinterlands. Yeah, Stolas is an A rank. So it couldn't be. Well, I mean, it could be. If it's, a, if it's in the Hinterlands. Could be, you know, you could explain it that no, nah, Stolas was just like out for a walk. No, he's just a different type of owl. No, he's Stolas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. And he summons a behemoth out of a book. Mm. Which like, which is like, which, uh, I don't know, behemoths are not voids yet. I don't know what's going on there. They just believed in behemoths. That's it. They're like, all right, write about a behemoth. And now here you go. By the way, I want to know. I want to know who was capable of reading that giant book and why it's in the library. Like, who's like, yo, let's write a book that's like twenty feet long, dude. The right. So when the when the Alligans started injecting themselves with the Sephiroth oh, growth hormones, right? The Alligan summoners are picking up their little books and they're being like, they're like, let me make the book bigger. We need bigger books. <laughs> they injected books. With Sephiroth yeah. cells. Yeah. <laughs> just got that book and they're just like... <laughs> the book's like... <laughs> Strangely, I feel like watching Ant-Man now. Actually, that, that, could, explain, that could explain why um, why Behemoth is in it as well. Because all that we know of Behemoth's origins is that it seems to be connected to Bahamut some way. I might be... Uh, where was it? It was, it was in some, some text description somewhere. They're saying like they're thought to be the the progeny of Bahamut. So that makes me think that maybe they are also like elegant creations 
that have used, you know, Bahamut's stuff in the same way that they were using, you know, Sephiroth's His stuff. goo. Yeah, they, they made goo. Yeah. Well, they were using Sephiroth goo and just like injecting themselves and each other with it. And that, and that it's was just cool. roids. That's all it is. It's fucking Yeah, exactly. So it could, it could well be that this is uh, an Allegan tome that they've sh- shoved a behemoth in. And now it's going to meteor us in the face. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'll be into um, that. Um, then, okay, so some other features. Dueling is shown. And once again, they just show people dueling by just manning up. And just, I'm 1v1, no positionals. <laughs> I don't know why they insist on showing dueling like this every, like every PvP. Because that's not realistic fucking dueling. Yeah, why don't they actually like play a real PvP match and then where, like? But you mean where Foxclaw just runs hard. away and just gets murdered? Yeah, like Foxclaw versus Yoshi P, where he's just like, oh, I'm a white mage. <laughs> that was like if that was like to show off dueling. That was like a sad showing. I'm sorry. They're like, like just show what happens when he loses. Yeah. Well, come on. To be to be fair, Mike, I'm sure that when you've been like demonstrating a rotation for a class or something like that, you've just done it from one angle, just to get. Uh, the I shot. fucking do my positionals at positionals, the very least. Yeah, at least. You've they never done. Literally... You've never just stood like no. on the side of a striking dummy, just doing a rotation. To no, show. you do positionals. You know about this. Come on. Of course I know about positionals. I'm just saying for like demonstrative purposes, you know, you're trying to you're trying to show something. You understand that if I made a video of me standing in front of a striking dummy doing like a dragoon rotation, people would just shit all over the video. You understand that, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. You you can't get away with much, can you? No. No. So like still like neither neither can Yoshida and he still does it. He doesn't give a fuck. My, listen, he almost soloed Sophia, all right? That's, he's, he's, he's using that, like, Blizz 3 opener. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was the thing? It's so the funny thing about dueling. If, I don't know if you noticed in the trailer. They're showing, like, five 1v1 matches, and then it looks like there's, like, a level 20 gladiator just running by, like... What the f- It's the fucking Royal Rumble, man. I'm trying to tell you, this shit is like a fucking Royal Rumble. If they can do that, if they can actually make that up for a future patch where it's actually like an instance... Dude, game. I'm never doing that. You know what that results in? Get him. He's <laughs> <laughs> just happy. He's just Get him. <laughs> Could you imagine if we got open world PvP? Yeah. Could you imagine how fucked the three of us would get? <laughs> Jesus. No. I really don't want... I literally, like, I imagine me like, oh, wow, I'm enjoying fishing off this ledge. Hey, why are there 20 people running at me from the left? Just <laughs> running at me screaming. <laughs> <sighs> why are they kiting an S rank over here? <laughs> oh, that would just not end well in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, I would like to say I do think that the new PvP arena, I think I've I've... I feel like it is this. Like, we were discussing whether or not it was a new feast arena or it was a, mm-hmm. this arena for dueling when they mentioned it. I think it's the dueling arena at this point. Yeah, it's just a new pontine. Yeah, so no new feast arena. Sad face. Can we just get the fucking dueling arena as an instance in the... Like, just take shit that already exists and make it a PvP arena. Stop just every... Just all of it. You have the, you have the technology. Just put us in Halitali. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. 
Do you used it for like four other fights so far? Just like how many how many individual arenas are there in Holotali? Yeah, you, can... you have Dragon's yeah. Neck, you have Hydra, you have Holotali, yeah. Holotali Hard Mode, and the instance with Alphano and. Uh... And no, I'm talking about within Holotolly. Oh, like, I don't know. God, like yeah. fucking seven or eight of them? I don't yeah, exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. I reckon Holotolly would be like really well laid out for PvP, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so uh, then they show Hildebrand as a dragoon. This surprised people more than it surprised me. Mm. If that's weird. First of all, you can see Nashu hiding in the back, like behind yeah. the bushes. She's just like... But the thing is, people don't remember how Hildebrand launched himself to Dalamud and the whole thing he had with Gilgamesh where they were fighting over the, the Lance of Lances, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a dragon at heart. Well, he's obviously he's posing as a Temple Knight or something there. Yeah. Just... You, you see one of the Inquisitors as I captured Gugu, and he's... I, I just imagine he's, like, rocking up and being like, oh, yes, I'm so... Hildeo... And uh, I'm Hildio. here to take that. Because Great cereal, in case you've never had it before. Hildio? Hildios. <laughs> With GG yeah. marshmallows. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's a mess. He's a fucking mess. Well, we know that there's three, or there's individuals posing as Temple Knights. Mm-hmm. So that's part of his investigation. Ooh. You know what else I love? That Hildebrand, even he gets that like little 10 second snippet, they don't even bother talking about the Scholasticate in the fucking trailer. Like, who cares? It's not Hildebrand. I can't, I, 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 can't show, I can't show priority in doing the fucking Hildebrand flex, so let's not put it in the trailer. Because <laughs> he's not going oh, to ever. He will. One day he will. One day he'll have to. One day he'll be like... One day, I reckon one day he'll have to do it like in order to save his life. And it'll be the most painful. And then you see Hildebrand like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that fucking smile that nobody can actually do. <laughs> that's where all the technology went was into controlling Hildebrand's facial features. That's why we Control don't have a PBE. That's why. That's why we don't have a PBE. It's because <laughs> of that technology right there. Uh, and then they show squadrons. The, f- the first piece of Squadron content, which everyone is calling Garrison's. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm calling it Final Fantasy Tactics Quest. I'm excited for Final it. Final Fantasy Tactics did this like before World of Warcraft did. It's the same exact function. Literally, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll be able to do content with them eventually, apparently, just like we'll eventually get Chocobos and Dungeons. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. I think I think that this is going to be more immediate than that. I think I think this is. Oh, you think? <laughs> setting. Yeah, I think this is setting up for four I think so too. Somehow, I just I just want to say, Gerson's did not do well in war, in in Warlords of Draenor. So I hope it's not like a focus of the expansion. No, 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 no. no. Okay, good. Because we indeed we even get our own little zone to watch them train and shit. I think so. it's cool. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to check it out. It looks like fun. It's I mean, when it launches, it's literally retainer ventures that yeah. you have to do your challenge log to unlock. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we eh. We get our new ranks, don't we? Yeah, fantastic. What are we gonna do with it? Um, that's a good question. What, Sly, are we gonna think we're gonna, what are we gonna do with the new rare company ranks? Like, why are we getting a new rank? Like, what? Why do? We, why now? They said they would have something useful for us to do with it when they finally did it. 
One new rank. Not even like a bunch of them. One. Singular. I mean, I could add like level 60 shit to it, uh, armor-wise and weapon-wise. That you eventually would use for glamour. In, in terms of materials, uh, I don't know. But really, there's really no, no real reason to add it. Glamour. You gotta remember, Sly, we're talking to a dude who's colorblind here. They, I'm just saying, they said they could have added a rank with a new armor whenever the fuck they wanted. What yeah. aggravates me is if oh, they literally now. only yeah. held it back. At all times. I think, I think it's eventually. a story. No, I think, I think it's story reasons. I think, I think we're having to escalate things with the Aorzean Alliance in preparation to, to push into uh, Al Amigo and like take the fight to the Empire. And I think that our grand company leaders are like, you know what, we, we uh, have this resource. You know, we've got the Warrior of Light in our foreign levy. And why, why are we not using him? Um, so they're like, you know what, we're going to promote you. Uh, we're going to uh, let you recruit some adventures. You're going to create your own, like, X-Men or whatever. And that's going to be the... the if I can name my squadron the X-Men, I'd probably do it. Right. Well, that's that's. I think that's the kind of thing that's happening. All right. I was, I'm just saying, if all we get this patch is literally new glamour, I would. I'm just going to be upset that they did. Would you go bald sooner. for? Me? No, I mean, I would up. I would up my rank, but I probably wouldn't glamour. I would. I'm not upset that it would just like. Oh, they're only adding glamour. I'm upset that if they were only going to add glamour, that they waited this long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to me that. Yeah. I understand that the Dragon Song War is over and we're moving into Alamegan territory and we probably need to up the Yorzian Alliance, plus Ishgard has joined it, like all that yeah. shit. But if it was just going to be glamour, like they could have just used that same excuse to get us to the rank, another rank, and then increase the rank again earlier. You know? I'm sure. just saying. I've been a second yeah. lieutenant for too fucking long. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know how I feel about Platoon Hall. I feel like that's more effort than we needed. <laughs> Like it's a, it's a nice touch. I think it's cool. I'm like, what is there? A, okay, two. Is there a market board? No. Is there a retainer fucking bell? No. It's I'm one never, room of the platoon. I'm never going there. I'm never going there. <laughs> we only saw, we only saw what one room of the platoon hall. That is all that it is. Everyone gets their own room. That's it. And they could have used that to make more apartments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's going to be important in future having your own little instance. You'll be sending dudes off on quests. You'll be interacting. Might as well have just made my platoon hall in my apartment so I didn't even have to fucking buy it. Like, well, maybe you can. Maybe maybe we'll be able to put a platoon uh, Probably not. Yeah, nope. They're not going to let me decorate my fucking platoon hall. That's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of halls, Palace of the Dead. We got to see the preview of that. Now, just to remind everyone, that's not for another six weeks. It's five weeks mm -hmm. after the patch comes out will be the next Palace of the Dead. Mm -hmm. At least if they do the same patch schedule five weeks after mm -hmm. the major patch is mm -hmm. the .5 patch. Um, four is 51 to 200. 51 to 100 is the end of the story. 101 to 200 is very challenging. And if you can solo it, you are godlike. I'm just quoting him at this point. Naoki Yoshida. So I'm going to solo 200 floors. I'm going to fucking do it. But... <laughs> Um, how do we feel about what we saw at Palace of the Dead? Sly, I'll take you first because Ethis won't shut up once I ask him about this one in particular. 
like all these things. That like, what did you think of what you saw? Because I mean, like you had you saw their first of all, their ether pool arms. Ether pool arms are red. But, and I'm gonna rewatch it just to double check if I'm okay. not mistaken. Before they open the silver chest, it's the equivalent of what it shows at plus thirty. And when they open the silver chest, it becomes red, implying yeah. that it is not... That you would need a plus 30 weapon. That you would already need a plus 30 weapon, and it would be further enhanced. How y'all feeling about breaking those weapons now, ladies and gentlemen? Let me, I'm going to watch it again real quick. Just, just to, Yes, so they start with their regular etherpool arms. It shows that, and then, they are wear, and then they open a silver chest, and they transform. Sly, why don't you break your 30-30 weapon? You get a Pajali weapon. What about that, Sly? I mean, yeah, five, six weeks, sure. Or how about when you beat floor 50, you get a free plus 30 weapon? That could happen. That could absolutely happen. You beat floor 50, they set you up with a plus 30 weapon automatically. That makes sense for them to nerf old content and make it more accessible so you don't need to grind it. It follows the exact Square Enix line of thinking, and then it sets you up to start the next set of floors. It makes perfect sense, and I think that's the (laughs) most likely thing. Sure. Um... So we have that, but they also showed off new commanders, new enemies. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. showed yep. off new types of traps mm-hmm. in the trailer, which was interesting. Um, but it still looks like Palace of the Dead. I don't think yeah, there's ever a debate very, that it's exactly. going to play exactly. I still think but, it's, it's more about how it plays, though. Like if it plays exactly the same, is what I'm thinking. But the main thing, and I'll I'll throw this to both of you at the end. Who, who is that we see it? So there's are, a lot are of because I'm I'm thinking one thing, but I just want to there's there's a lot of debate. Ethos, who do you think that is at the end? Based on what it's you've either, heard, it's either Scumiglian or Nibeth yep. from uh, that's from my, that's my guess. Yeah, the music mm-hmm. playing in Palace of the Dead here is the Tactics Ogre is a Tactics Ogre theme remixed yeah. essentially. Yeah, and Palace of the Dead is from Tactics Ogre. So. Well, it's one of the two. They both be fulfilling the same role. So honestly, I don't think it's really that important which it is. Then what about the story here? Like, we when we yeah, went into was... one through fifty, we got to learn mm-hmm. about Palace of the Dead. Now fifty-one through one hundred, we're concluding our story here. Yeah. How strong do we feel the storytelling is going to be here? Because we discussed if we wanted to, to stay kind of more Souls-like, where it's implied. I, no, I think I think it's going to stay much the same. I think it's going to be yeah. about insinuation, um, but I I still believe that this is a, this is an Asian thing. What about you, Sly? Yeah, the story's not going to be strong at all. Um, going back to what I said like a few weeks ago, um, I would much rather have a little light story and then you know the rest of it be actual challenge. No story needed for that. You just do it just for the shit of it. No real no reason why you're in there you just want to be the very best no one ever, no one ever was yeah exactly sorry um, i saw it coming yeah so um i'm actually okay i'm i'll pay attention to the story for more reasons mm-hmm. just see what goes on after that like i just want to i just want to sell it to 200. Sly, have you sold to 50 yet no i have a 33 weapon i i I've been leveling shit, man. That's no excuse. What the fuck? It takes you. It takes you about an hour to solo each set of floors. You have no excuse. Oh, oh, wait, wait. First one, second one, third one. Maybe. Then actually get to the boss and forget to uh, lust. All all I'm hearing is, I I couldn't do it. (laughs) 
That's all I'm hearing right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Once I get my Machinist to 60 after my award tour in Great Google Library, I'll go solo. How about that? Okay. What happened tonight? All right. I'll hold, I'll hold you to it. There you go. Uh, let's see. So, uh, with that out of the way, um, Palace of the Dead 3.45 alongside of the new season, along with the new animal weapons, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, I just love, I'm watching it now, I love whenever they, there's a, just when they, they're doing the trailers, another thing I love is when they're like a chest appears, they're just like, they stop and they're like, <laughs> it's like, nobody does that shit, open the fucking chest, I'm trying to get my levels here. Yeah, you just, you just go get the chest and then, alright, let's go to the next one. Yeah, what is this fucking Legend of Zelda? Quick question, do you, do you think you'll be able to do this like similar to the first set of Palace of the Dead where you can go in at any level, or do you think you'll need to be like an actual high level to do this automatically? I wouldn't say high level, but higher than what's required. Do you think, that, uh, basically what I'm asking is, do you think it'll start you with the whole level 1 to 60 thing again? Will it leave you at 60 the whole oh, time? God, it better not. Will, will you be able to go in as a level 17 again, for example, as long as you've beaten 1 to 50? Like, all that. Yeah. What are we thinking? Yeah, I, I think, think it'll, it'll fall on one to fifty. Yeah, I okay. hope so. And you don't think you'll have to level? Well, the thing is, having having the plus thirty weapon seems to imply that it's just carrying on, right? Not yeah. necessarily. I mean, I mean, as much as I spend one to ten, I have a thirty thirty weapon. I mean, I still gotta do it again. You can yeah. like it'll it'll keep it'll keep the weapon stats, but. There will be some kind of lore reason as to why you go back to. Yeah, I'm feeling like if you completed a weapon, they'll just literally up. Like if 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 you even need to be thirty thirty, I'm only saying that because you see the old ether pool arms transform. Mm. There's nothing mm-hmm. to signify that that is actually how it goes. If you've already got a completed weapon, I I could see them literally just saying we can take your weapon now and re-outfit it without you actually removing it. We can re-outfit it to be used in Palace of the Dead again, essentially. So you don't need to get another thirty thirty weapon if you already spent it. I don't think they'll make you do that. And even if they're now, doing, beating four fifty, thing, I feel yeah. Now one thing we haven't really brought up uh, is the utility of the new Palace of the Dead and how we could possibly, you know, or people could possibly use it to level. Do you think it will have the same effect? As That's why I don't. I want to know if we need to be level sixty to queue into this one, or if we can go in as like a level seventeen again. Mm. That's the that's the reason okay. why I'm asking. Devil's advocate, let's say that you don't need to be a sixty to do this. Okay. You think it's going to be better XP than the current tier of House of the Dead? I don't think they'll make it better EXP. I think it'll be to reach a more up to date goal. Like when you mm. were doing Palace of the Dead 1 to 50 and you were leveling from it, you were doing it under the impression that at the end you'll have a very a, a patch relevant weapon. I'm not doing 1 through 50. Fuck that. I'm, no, I'm saying that that was, that was the mentality. You would have a patch relevant weapon if you stuck to it, even if you were using it to true, level. True. For 51 through 100, even if you are, like, you need to be making something patch relevant. So I think that the only thing that upgrade updates is necessarily the goal at the end, but not the EXP. I don't think 51 to 60 is going to be more EXP than 41 to 50. I don't even think it'll be patch relevant because I think it'll be treated like the current um, House of the Dead, where you're not even going to go past twenty. You're not even going to go past ten. You're only, the only thing you're really going to do in it's the quickest way possible. If you if you're just so fucking lazy, you should do, just do one through ten. <laughs> just do one through ten. Yeah, anyone who's doing hardcore leveling mostly does one through ten and just reset. One through ten, yeah, again. just reset and keep, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I mm. agree with my chat that going in as a level one again would be awful yeah that would that'd be terrible 
It'd be awful, but it's likely. I think the requirement's going to be a little bit higher. I don't think it's going to be 17. I think it might be like 30 or something. And it might actually start you like at level 30. Starting at level one would just be ridiculous. It'd be so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I just... In terms of working towards the goal, right? What do you think we're going to get on like a level 250 weapon? So, yeah. 250, 255 actually. Really? By that point, it's... By that point, it's been about five weeks. Um, we don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good point. But the thing is, if it follows Alexander Midas and it takes seven weeks to get a weapon, it's like, but even then, it would just be, if, if it was 250 and then a week later, you are essentially going to get your 260 weapon from... Yeah, that'd be dumb. It'd be dumb, yeah. So if it's not, two, honestly, even two, if it's not 255, 260 in that range, but then that's kind of disappointing for when you think about like 3.55, because when Palace of the Dead came out the first time, it was something that was like the end, like closer to the end of the tier, essentially mm. at 235. And this is more like just kind of almost getting your foot in the door when Weeping City gives you the materials. Palace of the Dead weapon, all of a sudden, no one cares unless they up the item level when the patch goes forward or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious uh, what they're going to do when it comes to Palace of the Dead reward-wise, since it falls at a much different time. Mm-hmm. And how hard 100 to 1 and 200 will actually be, because they keep touting, Ooh, you be a reward for You are going to be no. a guy! Absol- absolutely, absolutely not. I absolutely... Think- oh, I'm sorry, you'll be able to get pot shirts while you're doing it. That's not the only thing. Like a, like a title or some kind of A-Pain? Yeah, uh, Title, yes. Yeah. Um, King of the Dead, or something like that. <laughs> God, Mr. Happy, King of the Dead. You know, the Gravekeeper. I don't know. Something along those lines. Uh, So that's, okay, so that's 3.45. After that, they show Sophia, the goddess. Mm. Boobies! Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. She is a female. She is a female, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we actually just got a lodestone post on Sophia earlier today, kind of going over her lore. I thought it was interesting they didn't reveal her minimum item levels, though. Because I think I think we pretty much know what they're going to be already. Two twenty for normal mode, two thirty five for extreme. I'd be hard pressed to think it's anything else. It's pretty much how it's been the entire way. It's been like the normal mode of the next patch is the same minimum item level as the extreme of the last, or or close to it at the very least. Like I think I think Thornton wasn't two hundred five. Thornton extreme, he was like one ninety or something. And so you don't think that would raise the um, the item level? No, I mean, it's hard to tell because Thornton was very different in the way, like, he didn't have a, his normal mode was, like, a story fight, so when they released Extreme, it was just, and by the way, Thornton, I think, was actually 190, it was either 190 or 195. Beating him in that item level was pretty fucking hard, to be fair, or something. Yeah. But then you had Sephiroth, who was 205, uh, Mm -hmm. who was 190 and 205, and then you had Nidhogg, who was 205 and 220. So, I'm beginning to, so I'm feeling Sophia 220, 235, essentially, for normal Extreme. That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, At this, would you like me to read the little story tidbit before you talk about Sophia? Uh, Yeah, fine. Go ahead. Absolutely. History tells of a Merosidian nation comprised of a multitude of races, the foundations of which were built on the worship of a single deity. The goddess, as she was simply known, graced the souls of her worshippers with perfect equilibrium, binding their disparate societies in gilded chains of harmony. In the present day, she is known better as Sophia. Why she's known better in the current day as Sophia, I'll never know. 
one of the incalculably powerful icons of the warring triad, and after 5,000 years of imprisonment, the failed plans for vengeance once more threatened to come to fruition. Defeat the awakened thralls and slay the stirring goddess, lest her divine balance bring all the world to ruin. Constant thing, equilibrium and balance. Yeah, and the names of her quest are balance unto all and a defecic sim uh, simulacrum. How do you say that word? Simulacrum. Is it simulacrum? Is that actually? Yeah. So simulacrum is something that is like a like a fake copy. Okay. Oh, so it's implying the same thing with Sephiroth, where it's just a it's a it's essentially oh we can create a battle data thing for you to fight. Oh, it's yeah 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 yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So what what the fuck was that voice, Mike? What was that? I just make up voices whenever you, I fucking read. Can you give that voice like a title? How would you describe that voice? The the I'm you gonna, have to put it in like a the I'm touching myself while reading this voice. Okay. All right. There okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No, I yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see I that. I don't want you to see that, but that's okay, I get you <laughs> Well you're the one doing the voice. You can anyway. hear a voice. You don't see a voice, idiot. Yeah, all right. Oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she was a goddess of a uh, united nation of Mercedians, which m were made up of several different kinds of peoples, right? Right. Now, the way that I'm thinking at the moment, and obviously I'll do a video on this uh, when it's released, but um, a few people have pointed out, uh, and it is absolutely the case, the ads in that fight are wearing Phlegathon's gear. Right. Yeah. So this, this can mean uh, a few different things to me. But it seems that Phlegathon... So, so uh, to be clear for those people who don't know, Phlegathon, uh, last boss of uh, Labyrinth of the Ancients, he was uh, an elegant revolutionary. He was fighting against uh, Amon and, uh, you know, the resurrected Zande and that whole, you know, technocratic empire. Um, he was, you know, hero of the peoples. He was captured by the Allegans. He was experimented on with all the Sephiroth bullshit and basically neurolinked and uh, turned into a, a mindless slave. So the fact that he's wearing this gear and has this connection to Sophia makes me think either that he was uh, summoning Sophia as this symbol of, uh, you know, the, the Mericidian masses subjugated by the Allegan Empire and them sort of rising up and their god uh, sort of bringing judgment upon the Allegan sinners or else he is wearing like old Mericidian armor as like a, a sign of like solidarity to the Mericidian peoples. But either way, there's a very, very strong connection here. Or third option, mm -hmm. Zande put him in that armor as just like an asshole. <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to put you in Mericidian armor. You wanted to fight against me here? You can fucking wear it. So everyone yeah, knows. That's, that's, that's possible, but I, def I definitely feel like, you know, given what we know of Phlegathon, that there is some kind of solidarity between him and the Mericidians, the Mericidians being the sort of slave caste uh, of, the, of the Allegan Empire, sort of subjugated under, the, under their overlords. So I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... Either way, basically what I'm saying is that Sophia seems to be like the Allegan Shiva. Oh, okay. That's an interesting way of putting it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be quite interesting. And I think we might even get some dialogue with her, similar to how we got with, with Ramu. She does uh, have a voice. 
yeah, she, yeah, she does she have does, a exactly. She has a voice actor, and I think there's got to be a reason for that. Ramu had a voice actor. Sephiroth didn't, I don't believe. So I think we're yeah. going to be having a conversation with her uh, about the elegant. I just, yeah, all Sephiroth does is give me, give you the who the fuck are you face. He's like, what the yeah. fuck is this? I just woke up. What the? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fuck it, let's fight. I'm down. Yeah, let's go. I got morning wood. You gonna take care of this? <laughs> that's you see, that's a pun. Yeah, she has spoken yeah. dialogue specifically in the fight. Oh, the only God. other character I could think of that has spoken dialogue in a fight that doesn't have any spoken dialogue anywhere else is Gilgamesh. Um, just thinking mm -hmm. back to yeah, other true. characters that could that could sort of mean that she's only voice acted in the fight itself, which would be I don't approve of. As yeah. funny as it was with Gilgamesh, I would have loved to have heard that voice the entire time because Gilgamesh cracks me the fuck up. Mm. Now, now, the one thing uh, about... Well, let, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of what we saw. Uh, the arena itself. It, it, it's one of the most like visually pleasing arenas I've ever seen. Um, in terms of the actual, the actual changes that happen and then... Um, I was talking about this a little bit before the show, but the possible mechanics of the the arena. Mm -hmm. um, of course, um, the theme with with Sophia is balance. So you see the scales, and when the scales are tipped, the arena itself. Meaning we're probably going to fucking fall off. But but we get to get, we get to be rest after we fall off, which is. Which is bullshit. <laughs> just, no, I, I was waiting to hear what what y'all would say. Really, oh, that's, why? That's why? fucking bullshit. Why you, you walked back in you my day? Me. Back in my day, if you fell off, oh, the, here we go. You stayed off the ledge. You see, now we get to do like the ARR superiority thing. You know, we get uh, to talk about. Well, like, this fight was designed by the same people who designed well, Leviathan. So those people created the technology to watch a fight after you had wiped. So they just created the one technology. more. <laughs> well, because Titan, when, we you had fell, the when you fell off Titan, you were just at the bottom of the fucking thing. And you're just like, yeah, you uh, were just looking. You weren't even looking at the fight. <laughs> you weren't looking at the fight. You were just looking yeah. at yourself. You couldn't learn anything like, oh, you know, no. I died. Let me watch so what they're we, doing. We now, we now have the technology to, to res you off the edge, guys. I mean, Ozma yeah. had the technology if you fucking fell off like an idiot. Oh, my God. Fucking state of the memes. Yeah. Um, and actually, after after the trailer premiered, uh, on Reddit, there was a uh, post about JP speculation. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole, like, eight picture guide of a like picture how, guide how they and think the fight will go but what's the point of that let's make a guide before the fights come out like, it's speculation it's not even a guide it's speculation everybody does this like yeah. we, even in our own head we speculate well what the fuck do we think we're gonna see and honestly i, I don't for fights really i'm just like oh that's neat cool yeah i mean but in my head i had sort of a similar thought maybe mm. in terms of nuts and bolts like, weight. That's all it is. When you think of balance, you think of weight. Everything mm. has a weight. Mm. So, naturally, you and then adds, and then maybe not her because she floats. Mm -hmm. She's buoyant. Mm -hmm. um, everything has a weight, so you have to balance it out, even the adds. That's basically, that's one that's hard to be fair, theory. even before that JP image came out. A lot of people were saying that. As soon as people yeah. saw the scales and they saw the arena tilted, like within minutes, people were saying that. Just there's right. a JP image 
within 24 hours, essentially. Yeah. That sort of detailed, like, oh, there you're going to need four people on this side, four people on the other side, or the arena tilts and people fall off. And you know, wait, wait, so. wait, 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 wait. So everything has a weight sly. Mm-hmm. Do rare games? No, the they're the same. See, weight. see, no, 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 no. Like actual characters have a weight, even yeah. like. But so, they don't proportionate. No, it's not proportionate because a law felt in a row in a row would have the but, same. Just like they wouldn't run at the same speeds in real life. Yeah. Like, Look, they would have the same value. And, and I know it's bullshit. It, it's my bullshit. In other words, you have to bring eight of the same race you're going to wipe. Yeah. Okay. And they're going <laughs> to be Lollafells. We now, we now have to min-max in like race height and race size. And, oh, this fight is racist, essentially. Racist. Um, yeah. One and, thing, speaking of that, like... Before you go on anywhere, that speaking of that, we, you know, we're we're used to Sophie being a certain shade. What what caused the mutation? Ethis. Wait, can you say it again? We're we're used to Sophie being a certain shade. If certain, you remember, certain shape. Certain shade. Shade. Are yes. you referring to the f- the the fact that she's black? Yeah, and like, not, I, I, which I have no problem with. Which I have no problem with. Are you sure you don't have problems with black people? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to, trying to put me Listen, Uncle Rock. I want a like, no explanation as to why the pigmentation changed from fucking Final Fantasy VI to that. God damn it. Like, I wanted more explanation. Like, uh, when I My saw her, I'm like, okay. Rock, Are you trying no to say that's positive discrimination? Um, no, I'm, I wanted more explanation. I want to fight you. What to you? You're disgusting. Oh my god. I want a lore explanation because I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't. It's filthy racist on that show. Right, what's, a, what's the we point? We have a big liberal make, pussy right? and, a, and Uncle Ruckus on our show so far. That's who we have on our <laughs> fucking show. What, what are you trying to say? What's the point you're trying to make about his show? No, I just want. I want to know. Is Sephiroth's there dark skin too? You never brought that up. He was dark skin in six. Oh, are you saying that the that you think maybe the Maricidians were black? That'd be a little bit morbid, dude. <laughs> that would that would be that would be poor taste. Oh come on! You're just saying that because that's what you said about the fucking Indian thing. <laughs> <laughs> word, word for word, the Native American fucking outfit. You said the we said the same thing word for word. Look, Sai's trying to make a point here, and I have no idea. Oh, what didn't the Americans no, worship you. the sun? She got a tan. I'm asking you, what is the reason for the difference between her look in six and now? She is darker, obviously. Because they, they watched the sun I in this game like and she got a tan. You're baiting me. You're trying to bait me into I'm not trying to bait you. This is a real question. You know what? Fuck it. I give up. I fucking I give up. I fucking give up. This was an actual fucking legit question. Like, when I saw it, when I first saw the trailer. You're asking me why she's black. I can't <laughs> answer that. Question. The answer is Allegans. When in Final Fantasy XIV, I can't 14, answer that question without seeming like a racist. All right, you're baiting me. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not baiting you. <laughs> I give up. I give up. Awesome. Fine. Mike, Mike, what fine. Did you play? 
Okay, there's two explanations. One, didn't didn't you suspect that they they uh, worshipped what's the the twelve? Who is the twelve member that the Marasinians worship? The member of the twelve oh. that you thought they worshipped? Uh, no, Azima had the same symbol. Azima of the sun, right? She got a tan, yeah. all right? Oh, okay, all right. She's there got a tan. Is. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Or two, <laughs> explanation? elegance. The explanation's always elegance. They just do everything. <laughs> elegance <laughs> just do whatever they want, all right? That's terrible. So I, that was that was a terrible line of questioning. I'm sorry, dude. It was... I'm sorry if you can't notice the fact that she's gotten completely darker. It's from her I don't see color. Oh fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm not saying it's elegant. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. I like uh, I like I like this. I like I like this reason. It's patch three point four. It's soul surrender. Girls got soul. That's why. She's got soul. <laughs> All right, that's terrible. We gotta we gotta move, guys. We gotta move past. We are gonna. And I'm colorblind, so you really shouldn't be asking me this in the first place. So. Oh God. Um, can we can we just have like five seconds of silence for everyone in the YouTube comments to quickly like do their thing and get upset at us? Yeah. Right. Okay. Please follow me. It's okay. yeah. uh, All right. Thank you for your input, everyone in the YouTube comments. We appreciate it. We love you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Now that now that we now that we've settled that probably the biggest debate of 2016 more so okay all right anything yeah. else that's happened yeah um, oh, we already kind of spoke about the main scenario so that kind of covers everything that's in the trailer stopping it so great point to end on for the fucking trailer by the way the music to talk about something else was fantastic for the entire trailer Alexander oh, yeah. Alexander's new themes were amazing Let's Sophia's theme was amazing. And we go forward and back and then fo all I could think of is it you put your right foot in. Yeah, it's a hokey pokey. Right it's elegant hokey pokey. Right. No, it's goblin no, it's hokey pokey. Goblin hokey pokey. Yeah. You do the hokey pokey and you, you put your gob foot in, you put your gob foot out. There you go. And you shake it all about. There you go. Alright, now that we've gotten that out of the way, because we Yeah. Anyway. Um, so then we get, we got into the live letter immediately after, and we've kind of already touched upon most of the things there. You know, Yoshida shitting on Foxclaw, um, him mm -hmm. attempting to solo Sophia because they left God Mode on, even yeah. though he still died. Because apparently, even the game has attacks that go through developer mode <laughs> for some fucking reason, or they turned it off mid-fight. Actually, I wasn't paying attention. Um, we got to see spectator mode, so esports. We esports now. Uh, which, it looked fine. The problem is still that you can only do it with custom matches on your own server. Uh, but in 3.5, we are getting the cross-server party finder, so at least we have data center. Now we just need NAEUJP, NAE essentially, to make sure. Well, EU, technically EU, their whole tournament is EU because they are only on one data center. You can hold an EU tournament sure. with, like, no concerns whatsoever once the 3.5 sure. feature comes out. Um, 
Then they showed off the apartments, they showed off the size, they showed off the aquariums, we've touched on most of this, the platoons. The big thing that confused the fuck out of everyone, and myself for a very long time, was Wondrous Tales. Hmm. Which it's, is their... It's animus. ...new content. No, it's a new way to promote old content in a more specific way. It's like rather than the doing low-level roulette, it's like go and do this low-level trial. Do I you understand cool. how Wondrous Tales works when you watch that? Like, did you yeah. at the end of it all go, more oh, I get it? More or less, yeah. You get you get a sticker that's in a random place from, from each dungeon, and you line three of the stickers up, and you get a prize. Did you pull from that tra from that demonstration that you only get nine stickers for the week? I no. assumed that. I don't think they made it clear, but I did assume that. So that's essentially what it's now. In terms of the story, Chloe Aliapo is the friend of the lost of the little Makote girl who lost her family, and is trying to cheer her up with the stories of the wondrous tales. She is not the lost child. She is a different child, supposedly. Right. So it's not the lost child trying to engage in some sad escapism. No, it's their friend trying to provide it for them. Right, okay. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Um, which applies there's two Makote children in Idleshire. Uh, in, in Eorzea. Yeah, in, in all of Eorzea, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Chloe Aliapo is her name. Um, and so what happens is once a week, you'll get this journal. It's got 16 tasks in it. The top row was all roulettes. The second row was all 24-mans. The third row was all 2.x mm -hmm. extreme primals. And the fourth row was all 8-man raids. They showed I saw turn 1, turn 9, and I couldn't identify the other two. Um, with that, you complete the objectives, you get stickers, and then you get rewards! Yay! Jazz hands! Jazz hands! It's, it just, it just kind of confuses me that she's like, all right, now I need some stories from my friend, so I need you to go and do these things again. I wouldn't be like, I can, I can fucking tell you about like one of the other thousand <laughs> others. <laughs> do it again or you got no sticker. Because like every time you go in, it's your own story. Because like, it's like, oh, I went into turn one and... Again. Um, uh, yeah. And we went up to ADS and the bard couldn't fucking silence it, that piece of shit. And that's what you're writing in Wondrous Tales, by the way. Yeah. And then, so I, was I like, mean, I right. guess... I guess it's kind of good that like potentially you could get uh, 250 crafted gear and materia and things like that. It, it's, that's decent, but again, this is just Animus Reloaded. Do you know what the odds are of getting those I-250 crafted pieces from Wondrous Tales are, Sly? No, I don't even probably want to know about 0.2%. Well, they're pretty good. I mean, you, every, every slot's 100%. Now that's that. Based on what we saw there, um, it looks like these armor these armor pieces are special. They have the SP indicator at the end. Assuming that that doesn't change in any way come patch time, and that was something that was intentional and not just hey we're on a dev server, so it's got five slots. Like who gives a shit? Um, which is still up for debate. It still is. Some people aren't one hundred percent certain if that's the legit. Considering 0.2 percent versus uh, this person's going to go craft like twenty of them today. Yeah. I think for point. Two percent. It makes sense that they've got five hundred percent slots. Yeah, they said like one or two people a week is are probably going to get it. Yeah, like, per server, essentially. Yeah, um, it's crackpot. Yeah, it's basically another weekly crackpot, but with armor. You can even get a hundred kmgp. That was the two line reward. It was a minion and like a hundred kmgp. Dang. The other one was like sixty scripture, and I think 
what was the other? And uh, two grade five materia, two Maki matters, I should say, for Ooh. which you could probably turn into grade, which you probably turn into grade five materia. Um, what's not clear is if the SP thing is intentional, if there's accessories, or if it's strictly left side armor pieces. That's not made abundant. That's not made clear. But essentially, you need to line up these three lines using only nine stickers, and mm. you can randomize the layout slightly based on using second chance points. And second mm -hmm. chance points are only gotten when you complete one of the incomplete duties with a new player. Essentially. A person who's a first-timer bonus. Which adds value to them. Or it means you go into Party Finder and say, hey, has anyone never beat Coil before? I, uh, these Specifically these four Coils. So shit anyone? Already <laughs> much. We're doing now. So, I, I mean, in theory, you could just keep re-rolling <laughs> and finding new players until you get all nine. Um... No, because once you complete it, you can't go back in and earn another second chance point doing it again. It needs to be oh, while okay. the task is incomplete. And you and right. when you complete it, you get the point. Right. Okay. So for one point, you can render a task incomplete. Uh, your current task that you just completed, you can make it incomplete and make a different task complete. Mm -hmm. That's one. So that technically moves a sticker position. So if you're like, well, the sticker's in a really shitty position, let me use a second chance point yeah, and see if I can, if I yeah. can get it in a, in a position that works based on what I already have. The sure. other one, literally, and it costs two second chance points. So these are two of your nine potential in the week. We are assuming you only get nine per week if you do all <clears> nine instances with a new player. Um, it just shuffles them. Just as fuck mm -hmm. it. It shuffles every, all of the stickers on the board, and fucking hope for the best. And uh, there's there's only I think six layouts that work with nine stickers of the potential however many there are huh. um, that are possible with uh, with getting nine stickers like that includes shitty ones like you know maybe you get two lines straight and then you get the one at the bottom or it includes an X and then like one in the top left like all of those are potential layouts so it's a lot of different I mean just math it you know just math it what does a four by four grid give you in terms of percentage odds. And then how many possible ones could work with nine stickers, and you get a percentage. So, um, how do we feel about this? Is this something that you guys are actually going to do every week? Try to get this this perfect, awesome, crafted H this HQ five slot I two fifty piece every week. Well, I'll eventually buy shit. I'll shoot for the tombstones. I mean, yeah, for the tombs, yeah, but for crafting gear, no, God, no, I'll, I'll shit. Oh, yeah, that actually, that's true. I've, I've abandoned that fact since we've talked about this. He did at the live letter itself, and I believe my notes actually say that, that you could get anywhere from three to five 100% right. slots. You're not guaranteed five 100% mm. slots. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know, like, I, I, I probably won't try to line up all nine every week. But um, if I like see someone in Party Finder being like, oh, you know, first time coil uh, turn nine, uh, can someone help me? I'll be like, oh, shit, that's in my Wondrous Tales. Fuck yeah. And that's yeah, the I'll other be... question. Does everyone have the same Wondrous Tales every week? I don't think they will. I think everyone will have a different Wondrous Tales. No, I think it'll be randomized. But I mean, like, for me, stuff like that, stuff where, where I'd normally be like, <laughs> I don't know if I can be bothered doing that. I'll be like, yeah, well, why not? You know. Um, and for those asking where it, it states that you're limited to nine in the book itself, it gives you a counter of stickers. It says it's a zero out of nine stickers. Mm. It says it in the top right. If you look at an image of it, which I think I actually have somewhere here, um, it shows you in the top right corner. It says zero out of nine, and then as he fills them in, he says one out of nine, two out of nine, three out of nine. Um, Impl in implying a maximum of nine stickers. Mm -hmm. So, 
That's not just the task that he's tracking at the bottom. It's his own counter. Top right. And also, considering the percentages, if he says, like, only one person a week per server, if you could get 16 stickers, that doesn't hold true at all, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? So, and it works. You, I, you know, it's funny. I actually didn't know you could get three lines with nine stickers. Like, somebody had to show me the layouts, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you're right. Oh, Man. shit. Fuck yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Put those stickers there. Yeah. Put them in the book. No, don't do that. Don't, don't, it's just a little girl, Ethis. It's a little Makoto. What? Yeah, put the stickers what? in the book. Yeah, put them right there. Yeah. Put yeah. the stickers in the book. Oh, man. Uh, okay. And then that pretty much covered everything. Then they went over, like, the rewards, or some of the things that's going to be available in the Odin statuette with the Zentetsuken emote. I'm not buying that fucking thing. I am. Fuck it. I'm not what, what a like two hundred dollar emote. Yeah, I'm not buying. Like, I may have shit on display now, but no. Um, and then they showed the Final Fantasy fourteen magazine again. There's a new arrangement album coming out. Duality, Duality, and Ravana's theme is in there. So I kind of want to hear the primals do Ravana's themes. Blood It'll be amazing. That would be amazing. My followers. Who do you think? Who do you think would do the singing? Can so Koji? Good, man. No, Koji can totally do Koji. this. He could totally Could Koji do, do that? Do the yeah. first... uh, I don't no. know. That's kind of a reach for Koji. No. He did fucking Mogglemog, all right? He did Titan. Okay, you're talking about Mogglemog and then yeah. singing. It's been very two different things. Very different things. Two different things. It's going to be a Metal Nirvana. Blood, take me down to Heidelman. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Metal, Metal fucking Nirvana. I'd love to see a Metal cover of Nirvana. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be... That's a word for it uh the lore compendium finally has a release date at this is personal autobiography um yeah yeah we're getting it at FanFest. yeah he's gonna get the blank one. And strangely we're it's getting it before japan by like a whole two months mm -hmm. uh, it releases in well, japan on my birthday well it, it makes sense because it's being written in english and then translated into japan like most of the dialogue and text in the game is written in english and then translated into japanese it's very very how did, Hosh, how did hosh font happen then what do you mean the whole oh, how did the, the the homosexual overtures of all chiffon yeah <laughs> um i'm not i'm not sure maybe the japanese localization like decided to make it more interesting actually Oshifon's that might have been like one of the few instances where the japanese dialogue actually did come first but um it's it's true that for the most part uh pretty much everything that's written in game in text comes uh, from english first and then it's translated into japanese and french and german well you get a naming way minion with it if you don't know who naming way is he lets you name things your way in some of the earlier Final Fantasy games. It's, it's very uh, gracious of him. Yeah, like he lets you rename your characters in Final Fantasy IV. Like, you just talk yeah. to him, you're like, hey, I don't want to be Yang anymore. I want to be Ethos. Or I want to be Pikachu. I don't blame him. Yeah, and then... <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> so you get a minion with that. It's Now, it's 4,000 yen in Japan, which is about $40, but in other languages, they said it will be... In significantly more expensive because of English like printing costs and so you reckon like it's gonna be forty US at FanFest? No, I reckon it will be a hundred US at FanFest. You reckon it'll be a hundred US at FanFest? I have a feeling. 
for a book that thick? Yeah. That's like that's like 180 Australian dollars. I can fuck right off. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. Like they, you're, you're acting they like this is like a college <laughs> textbook. This is like it, I think it's gonna be sick. It kind of is a college textbook. And to be fair, I'm gonna get like a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's just that made me laugh. I'm gonna get mileage out of this book. What does it make you love? I don't know. That's I, I got nothing. I got <laughs> I got nothing. And you even you said you would buy the empty one. Yeah, I'd buy the empty one. The empty one's gorgeous. I'd, I'd use that like as a notebook. Fanfics. Yeah, crown drawings. I felt like a hundred. Uh, I felt like a hundred US dollars was like eight thousand Aussie dollars or something. Like that. You know what? Close. You can sit on my face. All right. I don't want. I don't think you want that. I definitely don't want that. I don't think I want that either. I think Ethos and I have the same idea of literally making videos about the book. <laughs> I think Ethos <laughs> and I both have the same idea there. Well, you're going to do videos just reading the book. <laughs> Story time with Mr. Happy. Well, yeah. the thing is, it's more like drawing conclusions between two things. Like, you yeah. know, like, I want to know what the fuck Reflasia is. Yeah. Apparently, Reflasia has her own section. The plant vagina. What the fuck do you think it is? Yeah, what do you want? I don't know. They said, like, Reflasia has her, has her own lore segment in there. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited for that. And I don't know. I, I honestly, my my expectations for the book in terms of learning things that I don't already know are pretty low. I think. Wow, way to fucking put yourself on a pedestal. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm saying. I'm okay. saying. Like, I'm saying. I'm saying that everything that's in there, they they seem to be implying that pretty much everything in there is going to be accessible uh, already. It's going to be stuff that we can learn in the game. Okay. It's just going to be. I already know this shit. I wrote the fucking book. Fuck you. Well, it's just going to be like centralized and collected in such a way that it's really easy to access, and that's going to be really, really good for me because I have like my my notes are a mess. I've got things everywhere, and every time I want to write something on a particular subject, I have to go through digging through you know piles of crap. Um, and I think it'll be really cool to have just all of it in one place, which is what well, I think it's essentially you're the lore office. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's going to be all the stuff that we already know just in one place with maybe a couple of extra little bits of trivia. You understand Aorzevia has essentially become a, a fucking class now because we'll have a study book. Well, you, yeah. you're assuming that I'm going to make it easy for you. Well, the other thing I'm assuming, you have to understand this lore compendium's like they're gonna release one a year at this point because there's gonna be a well, bunch of patches that come out that introduce that's, new lore. Yeah, again, that's what I was thinking, and what what I'm really, really hoping is that it includes some 4.0 stuff. And I think it might because otherwise it's gonna be almost immediately redundant. So right? you're thinking you're both thinking that this is the first volume. Yes, I absolutely yes. think this is only yeah. the first. Because as soon as another patch comes out after that lore compendium's release, if it doesn't have information on that on like 3.5, then all of a sudden 3.5 mm -hmm. is all this new shit that I have to put together. And yeah, well, the that's, the thing. that's why that's why I'm saying like I expect that maybe it'll have at least like some background of Alamigo and stuff like that, which we which we don't know yet, but we will know in 4.0, just so it's not immediately. The other thing is we'll know if we're going to Alamigo the weekend of FanFest when it goes on sale, essentially. Let's be real, we know we go to Alamigo. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean, like we'll ha it'll have been officially <laughs> announced, it won't be us going, yeah, well that's yeah. what it is, D don't fucking try to kid yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
so that's going to be available. Um, the only reason I think 100 is because the last book I bought was a fucking textbook in college, man. Those things are ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. This is essentially a college textbook of lore. Yeah. Yeah, so, pretty much. The only difference is there's the, the only, the only school me. that's trying to rip you off is Square Enix. <laughs> They're like, hmm, how much we can we get for words? Hmm. Well, these guys are pretty weeby. They're pretty diehard fans spending... They bought a $30 mount, so like mm. we could easily sell this for $400, <laughs> right? Yeah? Okay. This makes they're, buying, they're buying plane tickets to get over here and get it, so... Mm. Mm. Let's see if they can afford one home after we're done. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to be walking back to the airport, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get more use out of this than my college textbook, at least. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, there's the Final the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen calendar. That's mm -hmm. essentially the same availability as the other yeah. thing. And they showed off the TGS perk again, where they're selling fucking like hand towels and bowls and chopsticks. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. Like, cool, I guess. Oh yeah, and they're doing and they're doing this light novel, which I think means it's a manga. Yes. I think I mean, yes, it's not. It's not like literally going to be. A it novel. is a manga. In other words, do not open it backwards, or you will spoil the ending. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. Do you, Do you think we're going to get an English translation of this anytime soon? No. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, here's the thing. This is not like Final Fantasy XIV itself, where Koji has to do the translation, but he they would have to like. I would imagine this entire novel has been run by him. I look, like, look to be to be fair. Translating a manga as opposed to translating like an actual light novel is a much simpler task. Mm. So they could get it translated pretty quickly. I just don't know if they will. It's a light no a light novel is a book with some illustrations every now and then. I, I is is that what it is in in Japanese? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I know that people. I've been asking people, and they've been saying straight up like easier. No, they, it's an easier reading book. It's an easier reading book. Right. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I would have thought because that's sort of the English implication. But from what I've been hearing from my Japanese friends, is that the implication is that it's literally just a manga. So I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see. I hope we get an English translation. I'm sure someone will do a fan translation. Um, get on it, Marco. Yeah, Marco. How's it going? It looks like it's going to be based in one of the previous eras. It looks like it, it looks like it might even be based in the Far East because the cover shot that we had was some girl with like a katana or something so maybe, it might it's, be maybe it's following the final fantasy 11 character who everyone thinks is going to be our samurai trainer oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway yeah um, anyway it should be good and then this, now i got really upset about this last piece of news mm -hmm. um they're like hey the 30th anniversary of square enix is coming up we're gonna do a big event they're like cool awesome yeah we're gonna make a real escape game that's only available in japan <laughs> That's the very thirtieth uh, anniversary of Square Enix. Square Enix. Square, uh, oh, I'm sorry, thirty anniversary of Final Fantasy. You're right. Mm -hmm. Although to be fair, Square Enix isn't thirty years old. Square Enix was like what 2001, 2000, because it was SquareSoft before then. Yeah, Square, 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 Square Soft, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so Final Fantasy is thirty years old next year. We were talking about that because that new mobile game, King's Knight, is uh, actually a year older than Final Fantasy, because it was came out in 86, and Final Fantasy came out in 87. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, and yeah, so if you've ever played a real escape game, 
fantastic because if you're not in Japan, it doesn't matter because you won't get to play it. Um, they're cool. And it's, ta- it's a Bahamut-themed one, too, which means it's going to be badass. Do you think there's going to be, like, some guy dressed up in a Bahamut suit just running around? Molesting? No, there's going to be someone dressed up in, in uh, High Allegan, though. Right. Who does? Because I was going to say, like, like, if that's not, like, a thematic thing, I bet you, like, someone's just going to show up, like, dressed up in a Bahamut suit and, like, pretend to be part of the official thing and just run around molesting people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's easy. What if it's yeah. actually timed and if you don't get the requirement, you get Giga Third? Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you die for real. Yeah, yeah, you die. You die like you get giga flared if you don't get out in time. Yeah, you get out in like thirty minutes, or you get giga flared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. Wonderful times, eh? Uh yeah. So if you're in Japan, enjoy that because we won't have fun. <laughs> it's funny. Ed, this is actually the one closest to being able to enjoy it. He's got the shortest flight. Yeah, that's true, but I'm I'm used to missing out on things, so... That's right, you're not missing out on yeah. FanFest. And then they just briefly talked about the fact that they're buffing Astrologians, which they said they weren't going to talk about, but they're like, fuck it, we got ten minutes, let's bring it up. Mm-hmm. Which they said that uh, they're buffing their shields and their cards, and they, Yoshi P said he's afraid of what like top-tier players will be able to do with Astrologian. Well, you wouldn't have to be afraid of it if you did some testing... I, dude, the technology. Here we go. The technology's not technology's there. Technology's here. The technology's obviously. No, 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 no. no the no, technology's no. not there. It's, we it's, don't have the technology, and there's just not enough people. There's, there's like, there's no people that could possibly do that. Yeah, I don't know if I don't. I don't think it's it's feasible. I don't. If, yeah. it, if it was, I think I feel like another company would have done it by now. Yeah, I feel like other games probably would do it if it was possible. You know? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll just have to find out when it actually launches. That is, so, that is so typical Yoshida being like, well, we're going to release it. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, it'll be cool to see what the what, what people do with it. I haven't played it. Have you played it? No? All right. Time, time, time. Okay, both of you. You're both going to FanFest. If they actually announce the fact, like, the shit that they will test, they, they will open, you know, testing servers to us, yeah. would you be happy? Would you? Would yes. You, would you, no. After all this, no, Sly. After all this, I would be fucking. I would be fucking appalled. Yeah, of course, Look, I would be happy. Do you, do you, Sly? If we had access to testing channels, uh, testing servers, do you have any idea how good the, that would be for our YouTube channels? <laughs> Although to be fair, I feel like they'd keep all the lore out of the fucking. Yeah, they would. They would. But, yeah, you'll, but find, you, you'll find that I'm rock. Flexible. You'll find that I'm rock flexible. that's different. Yeah, I'll find it. <laughs> oh, man. One day. I don't want to test a server that lets us test everything. But things like this would be nice. Like, hey, yeah. we're going to give you a server that the only thing different is Astro is buffed. Go play. Do, go do Midas and go do Primals and shit that's already yeah. in the game. And then just so, It'd be so easy. So easy. I would be Mr. Happy if they fucking did that. Yeah. So easy. Or better yet, just let us use the dev server so we can go and play like 4.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of in the other spectrum of where I was going with my discussion. So you're on your own on that one. But... All right. Fine. Yeah, you know what they could do? They could just update Zolera before the rest of the game to get people to play on it. <laughs> oh, fucking savage, man. Oh, God man. damn. There we go. That's where the real world first happened. Yeah. Okay, there you go. 
Um, let's see. Uh, then they also commented on the fact that once again, this this Alexander is more mechanically driven than uh, than Gordius mm-hmm. is. Like, it's more mechanically than DPS. We'll see what the clear rates actually end up being. Thank you, yeah. Hammer, for the joke. I did read that right out of the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then they showed <laughs> off the <laughs> countdown timer, which looked nice. It's like countdown timers. I think the countdown timer is literally like five, four, three, what it needs to be. two. Well, and then you're still going to have somebody who's like, hold on, my cat's on my lap. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to have a, you're gonna have that one person who goes on two every time. Yeah, the guy who's like, oh, I go on two because it takes me two seconds to run up to the boss and to shield lob it. And it's not in position until the countdown hits zero. Well, it's the thing. My tank always goes on two, so then I just go on, like, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll just, like, find chatter on, like, three and then just one. There you go. You know, do we spine shadow? Yeah, depends on fight. But you don't have you don't have chub up. You should be opening with dragonfire, right? Let's not get into into a goon bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the fight. It depends on the fight. <laughs> and on that note, I think we've pretty much wrapped up all the details we're going to get out of this. We have the patch notes this Friday, the preliminary patch notes. So there will be plenty to discuss there. Sweet. Um, then Monday, the servers will be down for 24 hours, 3 a.m. PDT Monday to 3 a.m. PDT Tuesday. Um, with that, we'll have the full patch notes during the day at some point there. Yoshi P usually does those that live reading. And we have patch on Tuesday. Then we have patch a week from today. And we have live, I'm sorry, then we have uh, expansion announcement like two and a half weeks from that. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy to think that. What are you doing over there? What are you typing over there? Uh-huh. Big liberal pussy. Okay, there you go. Thank you for resubscribing, by the way, at this. You're going to be really happy with Mel and me in about five minutes. All right. So anyway, on that note, guys, we're going to wrap up the show. It's been a good long one giggity today. Next week, we'll be doing patch impressions. At this will not be joining us for that one because fuck him. Uh, fuck me, right? Yeah, no, I don't want to. Big liberal pussy. Yeah. I don't want big liberal pussies on my show anymore. Big liberal pussy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, on that uh, note, on that note, um, who we got next week? So I have one confirmed guest that I will say right now, and that's Mary. Um, I have another guest that's unconfirmed currently, so I won't put them on the spot. Then say they'll be there. All right, is that fair? Ethos will be joining us the week after that, though, to do the spoiler. We're only doing one week yeah. of spoiler cast because the following Tuesday is the Tuesday before FanFest. And Ethos has, like, a 2,000-year flight to get here. So we're going to yeah. let him sleep the whole day before. I'm going to um, sleep so yeah. much. And then the following week, uh, Ethos will have just gotten oh, back from another 2,000-year <laughs> flight. And so we won't have it then. And then Aerosivia is the following week after that. So we actually have State of the Realm pretty much. And we'll have a study gun. Yeah, the next next five or so weeks we have planned out with uh, next week being impressions, the following week being lore, spoiler cast. The week in between, I don't know about the week after that, but we'll probably talk about how the patch is working its way out at that point or any sort of early expansion teasers we might have at that point. And the following week, that yeah. And then Palace of the Dead and all that other shit's coming out. You know what I mean? But on that note, it's time we wrapped up the show. So, gentlemen, why don't we uh, say our goodbyes? Ethis, uh, you are more than welcome to go first. I don't, I don't know that after today's show we call as gentlemen anymore. I think we kind of threw that one out of the window a few hours yeah. ago, didn't we? 
anyway, uh, th thanks for hanging out with uh, with these gentlemen, guys. It's, uh, it's good to see you all. I'm Ethis. You can find me on youtube.com slash Ethis Asher or on Twitter at Ethis FFXIV. If you are not already subbed or following me in those places, you probably should because I get to make sandwiches uh, when you do. Um, and I'll see you guys at FanFest if you're going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Looking forward to it. I'm glad you're looking forward to it, Ephes. I'm ecstatic that you're looking forward you to it. You sound ecstatic. I am ecstatic. Yeah, you look it. Yeah. I can tell. You look like a pretty cool guy right now. <laughs> you're looking pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he looked. Fuck you. Yeah, you know Mel sent that to me when you were going to get coffee, and then I did this while you were out getting coffee before well, the show. Fuck <gasps> you, Mel. <laughs> and then uh, we have this man who clearly hates black people. Sly, why don't you tell him where they can find you at? <laughs> well, well, first of all, my name, my name Uncle Ruckus. How y'all doing? No relation. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash SlyAKGreyFox. You can find me on Instagram at SlyAKGreyFox07. You can find me on Twitter at SlyTheFox. You can find me on plot, on Behemoth Plot 14, Word 5 of the Lavender Beds. And apparently I'm a racist. Yeah, Ethis, according yeah. to Ethis, you're racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Who sees no color? So I have two colorblind hosts. Yeah. yeah you told me exactly. a hoe? Host. Oh, wow. T. That's... Okay. Jeez, you, you're hose. just brutal today, Sly. Yeah. All right. Turn it out, dude. There you go. Yeah, stay Got around now. 1,000% more racism. There yeah, we go. Exactly. Uh, and then I'm the other guy. To ignore Dwayne, he pops up. Okay, he just wanted to say hi real quick. Um, and I'm, for some reason, I'm anti-aliasing out the ass right now. Holy shit. The anti-aliasing was strong. Dwayne, hey, what's going on, man? There we go. Now it's not so bad. Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy127, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. YouTube and now Instagram because I started trying to figure out how that thing works. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, but I'm not very interesting, so like I gotta really You're stretch not it. Not very good at selfies, are you? Yeah, it's it's uh no. Well, no. So I I mean like I got a what's what's this one? Like I took a picture of Yazmat when I started that fight, and then I have one of me at like six a.m. about to die. I have one of. Uh, I have one of me taking a selfie, but it's through a stainless steel uh, French press. Wow. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm taking a picture of me <laughs> in the reflection of the French press. You dirty hipster. Um, I got, let's see, I have one with, uh, what is one? Uh, fuck, I keep looking at my ugly face. I got one from GameStop Expo. I got one with a milk How do you mustache. Think we feel? We've been sitting here looking at your ugly face all, all morning. Yeah, well, feelings mutual. Moon man. There you go. Uh, all right. But on that note, everyone, we're going to wrap things up, move over into a, a short post show so Sly can get on with his evening stream. And uh, Ethis can go on doing whatever Australians do during the day. We'll see you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Apparently, being liberal pussies. <laughs> that's not all of Australia. That's just him. <laughs> that's racist to assume that it's all. <laughs> That's racist, I know. <laughs> That's all of us. Fucking racist. Why are you so yeah. racist? I'm so triggered right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Ah, uh, that's... That's fun. That's always fun. This was a quality fucking show.